Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. And my name is Ashton. Good morning, folks. Morning. Good morning. You feeling 100%. just so well? Yeah, feeling good. Yep. Good. Yeah. Peter, how are you feeling? I'm feeling sprightly. Yeah? Sprightly. Yeah. Okay. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Ashton, you are poorly I anyway. I am poorly, mm-hmm. yeah. And yesterday we opened Tat for how many hours? Well, we started at about... 10 yeah. and we finished at about seven. seven. Yeah, so we had a little lunch break, hours. maybe half an hour, 40 minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. like, so that's not a little lunch break. Yeah. We had our lunch break, yeah, we did. We um, ate lunch, so about eight hours of yeah. opening tap, which was incredible. It was full yeah, video coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did subsist on uh alcohol and um beef jerky, jerky, beef jerky, and chocolate. Yeah, Sweets. I had some uh, cola ones to begin with, which was a bad move. Yeah. an interesting choice. Them. Cola ones and you had a cocktail with it as well, didn't yeah. you? In a can. <laughs> like a Malibu. <laughs> yeah. And then at lunchtime you realized, oh, no, I'm driving. Yeah, I'm going to drive walked, home. Walked to Tesco through the car park. She was like, oh, did you drive in today? I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh. I was like, what? And I went, oh, yeah. Oh. I've had two Malibus. But fortunately, it was an eight-hour session. So uh, not you were a drinking fine. session, eight-hour recording session. So mm. by the time it was drive home time, I was okay. Absolutely. Uh, But it was incredible, as it always is. And we want to thank you sincerely, everybody who sent in Tat. And those of you who are excited for the video, it will be out in a a week. next Yeah, it's not long. God, better crack on with the edit then. Mm. Uh, (laughs) So yeah, hopefully that'll be with you. Export issues pending, which is always where we we can edit it. No problem. It takes a while. But then when we go to export it, anyone's computer that wants to do it just just completely gives up. I don't really know how how we get it done in the end we just retry until it goes through yeah two years in a row we just split it up into you exported it in like four tiny sections last year and then smashed them all together and then exported it in we had to export it multiple times and then the year before i my pc just wouldn't do it so i had to give you my edit yeah so to see if your pc would do it which it did eventually Mm -hmm. yeah it wouldn't do it immediately i think last year we did it on the downstairs computer in the end i don't think either of our desk ones did it so well fingers crossed yeah. let's hope adobe's up for the challenge uh, we'll find a way to get it to you either way uh, yeah. welcome to our video game podcast each and every week we're sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor uh it helps us keep the lights on here and uh who's got the ad read this week Ashton, i got do the ad read? i have the ad read this week okay. um no i don't know if you guys have heard about it because they kind of it was real low-key with the release like of the trailer 
like it's only got mm, 117 million views on YouTube. So they were obviously like, they had to find a way to get people to know about their new game. Gangnam yeah. Style is what mm. we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. Uh, no, of course not. It's Grand Theft Auto 6 dummies. Oh, So they were like, how can we get more people to know about our video game? So they've come up with a kind of, uh, like a range of things that they can, um, that they've put their brand on. Uh, we've got lollipops, ice lollies, um, those things you give to cats that have yogurt in them. Yeah. Um, other sweets that you suck on. Um, right. And they're calling the campaign GTA Licks. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be sticks. No, actually. no, GTA Licks. GTA Licks. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Um, just so they can get the younger generation excited, because all the oldies are excited. But they yeah, want, kids hate GTA. They want the, the younger ones to get excited, so they've they've put them on lollipops and stuff. Right. right. Kids love suckers. The target audience. Lollies. Yeah. And they love, or they don't yet love Grand Theft Auto. No, but they will. They will. Yeah. It's. I often play Grand Theft Auto online and think, wow. There's sure a distinct there's here. a distinct lack of children yeah, in this yeah. lobby right now. Yeah. Everyone here is over the age of so 40. So old. So a bunch of losers. kids are going to get really excited about this game. And then, of course, they definitely will not be playing it for the next, you know, 10 years or however long it takes yeah. them to turn 18 because everyone is responsible and does not yeah. buy GTA so for their child. No, so no way. They yeah. will be, they'll have it marked on their 10-year calendar yeah. the mm -hmm. day they can play GTA 6. Yeah, and by the time that comes, they turn 18, it'll have been released six more times and... Yeah. Uh, it but will seven be, won't be out. But seven won't be out <laughs> yet, be so out. it's fine. Uh, but it's not actually real. Oh, oh what? So, yeah. But how are they possibly going to get the message out to people? I don't know. Not many people have Only heard of this Only 117 game million people watched the trailer in 24 hours. So, mm. like, you know, what are they going to really do? Don't know. No one wants to play this game. They're in trouble. Dead yeah. game. Dead game. So go how, work, go broke. Without no, with without <laughs> GTA licks, how how can there be GTA six? Is it also not real? No, that's real. That is actually real. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. God, I was worried there for a yeah, second. I know. But no, yeah. but lollies aren't real. Lollies are real too. Lollies are also just real. The combination of the two isn't real. Right. Well, that seems short-sighted. I mean, I probably it? will end up being lollipops with the logo on it, but they probably mm. won't be official. I'm just was, saying. Was the Lindsay Lohan character holding a lollipop? She was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hmm. I believe she. Oh no, she wasn't. She was holding a phone. A phone. Oh, a she phone. Taking a selphie. Someone right. was sucking a lollipop. Or Vice City. I think there was someone on the loading screen. With there's I'm sure always there's been someone a lolly with a lolly. Somewhere. Someone was being arrested. There was some blonde maybe, woman with a lolly. I and think. She's, and she's like she had her arm behind her back with the police woman, and she, maybe mm -hmm. she was sucking a lolly. Yeah. Like, there's always someone. There's sucking always a lolly. someone sucking a lolly. GTA Four. I think there's someone sucking a lolly. Mm -hmm. uh, you got to have it. But unfortunately, no, that's not real. Uh, which is devastating news. Yeah. But what is real is patreoncom jump. If you go over there and support us, you. You get access to a whole load of amazing content at the lowest tier, the $5 tier. You get access to episodes of Main Menu, Rules Boss. You get early access to Main Menu and Weirdest Games Ever. And the Christmas episode of Main Menu has just gone out, and it's deeply upsetting. Yep. Yeah. So if you go over there, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, you can go and watch it. I've really been enjoying looking at the comments on the Patreon post, people being like, starting watching the video and being like, how could this possibly go wrong? And then updating their comment later on and be like, what have you done? <laughs> how is this possible? How have you it done is this? awful. Yeah, really, yeah. really bad. Uh, but thank you to our amazing patrons over there. We appreciate all of you very much. Triplej.mup is our website. There you can find links to everything we do, our YouTube, our Twitch, our Discord, if you want a cameo from one of us. Triplejumpshop.com, new merch coming soon. Uh, Ashton's the only one wearing merch that you can uh, see. Yep. Peter and I are wearing 
festive jumpers. Oh my god, he's getting undressed. Might be wearing. Oh my god, wild card a faded entry. wild card. Wild card entry t-shirt. t-shirt. There it is. Uh, and of course, patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. A few things out this week. It's a worst games ever week, Peter. It is. Um, hey, are you ready for a quantum theory? The yes. quantum break? Yes. Um, well, you can go and enjoy that. It's uh, it's bad. It's a clone of another game uh, that is better. And you can go and watch us have a bad time playing that. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yes, you can. What's it called? It's quantum. Quantum theory. Is not oh, quantum. quantum I just, right. thought, quantum I just threw that in for fun. Okay. Just because the word quantum. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Quantum of solace. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Quantum uh, physics. Yeah. It's all there. All the quantums. All the quantums. Nuka-Cola quantum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would right. the plural yeah. of quantum be quanta? Uh, quantum quanta. quanta. No, it's it's quis. Quis. What? What? Yeah. Oh. Like like geese. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Could we, speaking of geese, could we have the uh, the heating on? You want it back on already? Yeah, the cold embrace of old father okay, winter. It's going back on now. Uh, also, on Thursday night slash Friday, the first thing Friday morning, we streamed reactions to the Game Awards. Yeah. At the time of recording this podcast, it's not happened yet. No. However, we're going to record the big discussion where we talk about the winners and the announcements and so on tomorrow morning, that being Friday morning. So the big discussion will talk about the Game Awards in detail. Sans um, Peter. Sans Peter, because yeah. he's not in. But not Friday. if you are in the mood to uh, catch our live reactions, they should be on the VODs channel about now. So yeah. you can go give them a watch there. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, it's time to kick things off with the biggest piece of news from the week, <laughs> assuming that nothing massive came out of the Game Awards that could even touch this. Well, and if it did... We're doing that as a big discussion later. 170 million views on wow. YouTube. 170 million planets. Is it like 90-something million in 24 hours? I had over crazy? 100 million in That's 24 hours. Did they hit 100 in 24 hours? Yeah. God. Wasn't that a record held by uh, what they called Mr. the Mr. Beast. Oh, Beast. they beat Mr. Beast, but there was also, there was, uh, what's the K-pop band? People go crazy. Blackpink? No, the, no. Like the, the one. The boy one. The boy one. Oh, um, like the K-pop band. The uh, one that BTS. sounds like BTS. something like BTS. Yeah, BTS. That was it, yeah, behind, behind the scenes. The scenes. Yeah. yeah, they, um, I think they held like the, the big a big record that I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they got it, but it's anyway, it's crazy. That's numbers. the thing. When they talk about like YouTube uh records, they often say like non-music because usually like music videos and stuff yeah. get hundreds of millions of views very quickly. But mm-hmm. yeah. Uh so it's question one. It's from Hannah O'Neill who says, Hi Bap. With GTA 6 looking as good as it is, do you think that more developers will try to stick to a realistic release date if it's next year rather than pushing forward uh, in 2025 when GTA 6 is released and inevitably overtakes the world again? On another note, uh, on another note, it says, this could be a sales boost, could this be a sales boost for the Xbox Series S as it could encourage gamers to upgrade if they haven't yet? Love you, Hannah, question mark. Love you, Hannah. Love you, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. I really love this narrative that, like, no other games are going to be released in 2025 (laughs) because they're too scared of GTA 6. Mm. Like, that is hilarious. I've seen a lot of developers on Twitter saying, so we can just take the year off. Imagine if they were like, we're not going to release our game in 2025. You only get GTA 6. I don't know why. That's so funny. I mean, also, I know that's not real, but I mean, just generally, like, this idea of, like, we must avoid you know uh, it, it's a it's a bad year to release a game like just don't release it on the same day yeah just give it a bit of breathing space but like people aren't some people will just play gta all year because that's just what they do but a lot of gamers out. will well that too if it comes out later then yeah. you know get stuff out early 2025 but uh you know even if it came out in spring a lot of gamers are going to be playing other things too so don't 
Don't worry. Don't worry your pretty little heads. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 5. Yeah. Yeah. Get oh, yeah. hyped. <laughs> um, I posted a, a slightly... It wasn't quite grumpy tweet, but I did delete it. Were you end. grumpy on Were social grumpy? media? Um, social yeah, media. the day after the uh, the trailer. Well, the, the day that the it trailer was dropped. To come out. Right. Well, I just went just after it. Just after it had come out. Right. Um, and uh, I stand by it. I only deleted it because I thought I am sort of pissing in people's cereal here. But like I, you know, I'll tell you now what I said. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad that the the actual hype and build-up for the trailer has broken now. Like, the trailer is out mm. because I found it a little bit cringe, like, how excited people were getting for, like... <laughs> I think, like, the, the, the splash screen that went out, like, with the release date of the trailer on it, yeah. and then all the people who were doing those, like, imitation ones, and uh, people were, like, in the lobby. There were, like, tens of thousands of people in the live stream, yeah. like, a day the, before it went mm -hmm. out. I just kind of thought it, it it is just the trailer though like you mm -hmm. know I get that I and I understand this it almost certainly is going to be the biggest game of 2025 or 26 depending on if it gets delayed uh, and probably one of the biggest games of the decade I no denying that I know that it's a huge deal but I was just finding it a little bit a little bit cringy look people was, I just thought like you know people are getting very overexcited but then people can get excited about what they want so which what is why I backtracked tweet? It was just that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it, it, it was just, I'm People really glad. People like, you GTA flipping losers need to calm clowns. down. <laughs> it was Cringe. that, but like summarize. It was basically, I know that this is going to be one of the biggest games of the decade, um, but I'm really glad the trailer is out now because I was finding the hype a bit much or something right. like that. Like that. And then yeah. I put another tweet underneath it saying like, obviously people you enjoy what you want, get excited for what you want. But it's no it beyond good and evil three. Well, that, exactly. Uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, I mean... I mean, it's apples and oranges, but uh, I, I'd like to think that, like, you know, people people kind of have their own lanes, have their own little communities. Mm. But it was just everywhere I looked. And it, it wasn't just that it was everywhere I looked. It was it was like what people were, were doing and how excited they were getting. It was like, whoa, please. You know? I felt a bit like that when there was outlets being like, the trailer is over 90 seconds Yeah, that long. kind of thing. That's what I'm talking I was like, about. What? Reporting on every single yeah. aspect. Yeah. It's just because it's such a, I mean, I, I, I completely appreciate kids. your point, but mm. it's, it's like, I understand why they do it. And I'm sure you I do. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just it so back. unbelievably huge. Like it dwarfs every other series. It's its own in thing. In existence. Yeah. Like it's, it's the great unifier. Literally in a league of its own. I think. Precisely. Yeah. Like there's no game that's even comes close to it. So every single like, and it's not done. <laughs> because we're not getting oh, it no. for two years and we're going to get yeah. these little drip fed things for the next two years. They're going to be reporting on every crumb. I know that that's not yeah. done, but yeah. I just mean, particularly like the days leading up to it, just people, I could just feel people going, <laughs> like <laughs> the atmosphere was humid with people getting yeah. so excited for it. And I was like, it is just a trailer. Like, just a trailer. and then I, I mean, I love a trailer. I love for trailers of things that I, you know, really, really care about franchises and stuff. I love going into all the breakdowns and stuff. You know, I totally get all of that, but I don't know. It was just, it's the scale of it, you know? Mm. Like, it's that everyone was doing that all over the internet, not just the fandom but of I that think, game. I think that's a bit like when every, when there's a game that has a lot of hype and I, or like it goes down really well, I always get a bit like, okay, 
we can calm down a yeah. bit now. Mm. Like when Elden Ring came out, everyone was losing their goddamn minds. I was like, it's guys, the kind of thing you have to mute on Twitter. Chill out. If you're yeah. not, if you're not in like, there. Like I'm excited about it as you are, but like, just take a chill pill, gang. Yeah. gang. Like it's not that deep. We don't mm-hmm. have to be tweeting about it every five minutes. We get it. You're excited. But we do. It's Elden Ring. We do. It's Elden Ring. It's Elden Ring. We've all got our own things where we do that, but I think it was the the fact that there were so many like. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds of millions of people, probably mm. all in that, all doing that at the same time. I could just feel it all around me. I always wonder if there's something wrong with me that I never get that excited about mm. anything. Like, I'm excited about games, but I'm never that excited. Horizon? Like, yeah, but I wasn't, I'm not like, yeah, my pants excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? Like, I mean, I sort of agree. <laughs> I'm yeah. excited, but I'm not gonna tweet about it. All, like constantly for two days straight. And get excited mm. about knowing how many seconds long the yeah, trailer exactly. is. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, cool, the trailer's over a minute long. Cool. I think for me, this is just part of a larger point about how exhausting social media is. Because yeah. I just, I, I right. can't maintain that level of energy for, for any reason, uh, particularly on social media. Mm. Mm-hmm. So much so that when I see people tweeting constantly, I'm like, this this has to be just manufactured. Yeah. You can't truly feel this way because it's it's psychotic. Mm-hmm. No one person can be this excited or this enthusiastic. What you are doing is you are trying to generate the figures and mm. the views and the numbers. And I appreciate that. That's how the social media game is played. Yeah. But I just, I have no, I have no time for it. <coughs> mm-hmm. It's so exhausting. Can I piss so there's in my r- rumbly grumbly bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> can I piss in everyone's cornflakes a little bit more? Yeah. Whoa, you're going to yuck some yum. Yeah, I am. I watched the trailer mm. and I was like, cool. But I don't really feel like we learned that much. And yeah. also, I thought that the graphics looked like Dead Island 2. Really? Yeah. Like, it gave me big Dead Island 2 vibes. Could that just be the color palette? It's probably the color palette. And it did, like, yeah, it did have that weird kind of, like, overlaid green. Not grainy, but, like, color vibe. Mm. Um, And I there was one shot where they were, like, walking down the beach. And I was like, this is just makes me think of Dead Island 2. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really giving Dead Island 2. So (laughs) I I was a bit, I wasn't. I can quite understand why everyone was like, oh my God, it looks amazing. I'm sort of half with you. I I also agree that I don't think it told us any more than what I would have expected from it. Yeah. A GTA, I think it's actually quite hard to do a trailer for GTA because everyone knows it's just going to be about crimes and cars. Yeah. And every GTA trailer for the past however many years has just been basically the same trailer with just different graphics in, in, in a sense. Apart from GTA 4, where it was just the city. True, yeah. true, yeah. That's the only one that told us nothing yeah yeah <laughs> but it was like oh my god but you can only amazing. like gta is very much a game about actually getting hands-on controller in hand and playing it some yeah. games are more that than others some games are, are far more <coughs> you're you're there for the characters and the story like something like bad example to bring up uh given our, our history with the audience but uh the last of us you know right you bring up you you have a a, a last of us 2 trailer mm. and you're there for the characters as much as the gameplay in a game yeah. like that or something like that. And uh, you can, you know, show characters and show little bit like nuggets of story and people can get excited about that specifically. But with a GTA game, it's still like until you're sitting down and you're driving around that city, uh, it's quite hard to convey that. I guess it's a bit like VR. Mm. It's quite hard to convey a VR uh, game. But you in a often trailer. get like a, a more of a glimpse at like the, the in-game like engine and how it's going to play and a little bit more of like the graphics with a, a VR game because they have to show you that because everything's yeah. done from your perspective but yeah I kind of 
I mean, we we know what to expect. It's going to be the same as all the other GTA games. But yeah, I was just a little. I was a little bit disappointed. If I'm going to be a hundred percent honest, yeah, I was a bit well, like was expecting a bit more. But like I say, it's a teaser trailer, kind of, and we're not going to see the game for another at least year and a bit. So I'm sure we'll get to see a lot more. I'm more. It. I'm far more looking forward to the. Welcome to Vice City, mm-hmm. the city where that never sleeps. In yeah. Grand Theft Auto Six, yeah, you can, and then yeah, every, you can do everything. But, I mean, I don't even know if they needed to put a trailer up. That could have been like the game was coming twenty twenty five, and everyone would have still trailer, bought no. it, wouldn't they? Yeah, they definitely would. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for um, it. I was, I was, you know, I wasn't blown away by that trailer, but I, I, I find myself less enthused. About just generally, <laughs> just generally about yeah. about things now than I certainly used to be. Uh, but I, I didn't think it looked bad by any stretch. No. I thought uh, there was some really <laughs> impressive stuff on show. Assuming that that is representative of the gameplay, the the crowd density was was seriously impressive on the beach. Um, I liked the uh, I mean the 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 flipping. Bloody! What's a there's no there's no good way to say it. The booty physics on the twerking were yeah. were kind of uh, uh, insane. Yeah. Like in terms of animating a human body like that, right. that was very impressive. And also the hair physics as well. Yeah, I've seen uh, like lots of hair, hair flicks and stuff mm. that uh, you know would not have been possible before. Um, when they were there was a brief bit where they were holding up a convenience store and like the door was opened. I've seen a, like a freeze frame of that and it's like it's got so many different stickers on it that you can read individually. The sh- the shelves look really densely packed. Ultimately, you know, as you guys say, it's a crime sandbox mm. and it's going to do crime sandbox stuff. Mm-hmm. But what they can do to make it look even better is improve what what the people look like and how they're animated. Yeah. Um, and just just make the world more alive. Like we were talking about last week, like make these shops feel like real shops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've got all these individual bottles on the shelves and so on. Like it's uh, attention to detail, I suppose, as much as anything else is, is what Red Dead 2 was mm-hmm. praised for. Yeah. yeah. And just in this brief glimpse of the game, it seems like that's going to carry through here as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we do know a few things about the game now from the trailer. Interestingly, no mention of PC yeah, and no mention of last gen either. In fact, we know there's going to be no last gen mm-hmm. version, so no PS4, no Xbox One, uh, but it will be coming to PS5 and Xbox Series. How it will run on Series S will be interesting. It's yes. a, in, a good point made by Hannah. Will it encourage people to buy a Series S as the cheapest way in? Probably, but... They'll get it working on the Series S, but how well will it work? <laughs> yeah. I did see a tweet that said, uh, oh, a lot of people are disappointed that uh, this isn't coming to previous gen, but it is coming to Series S. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Poor Series S owners. I me, that's me. I'm the Series S owner. Yeah. Uh, we know that the, right, I've got some, basically this is just sort of a, we'll have it in the link dump, just various things that we, we can note now. So it's uh, TBC 2025, mm-hmm. which is, are we going to get it in 2025? 2026. Yeah, realistically, is it coming in 2025? I'd like to think that they're that they've like nailed it down. Yeah, they probably have because they've had that long to to get it ready. If, you know, it's just been um, there was no immediate pressure for them to announce it now. Yeah, you know what I mean, exactly. if they haven't, yeah. if they weren't on a point where the game was on its way to being where they wanted it to be, I don't think they would have shown anything because they they had no reason to. Yeah, it exactly. wasn't like they showed it at an event. Like was at, Red Dead Two like that? Didn't have any delays, I don't think that I, I remember. Know. So I yeah, I'm not sure off the top of my head. No. Um, these notes come from Games <laughs> Radar, by the way. Uh, during the official trailer, we were introduced to the protagonists of GTA Six with a focus on the first GTA Six female lead, Lucia. 
I think. Mm. Uh, while there's still much we're yet to learn about her as a character, the trailer gives us some hints with her wearing prison clothing, which tells us she's clearly had some trouble with the law. Not only that, but Lucia is shown on multiple occasions with an unnamed male character who looks set to play a main role in the next entry. While he's been unofficially referred to as both Jason and James in the past, we've not had confirmation on his name. Mm. The pair appear to share a bond, a kind of Bonnie and Clyde-like relationship, and speak of trust as they get stuck into some crime together. Mm. What do you make of this then? The reaction was... Uh, reliably disappointing to, to a female lead. My favorite tweet was, female protagonist, what or L? And I was like, women, what or L? <laughs> like, come on now. Well, I saw uh, this morning someone, uh, you know, there's that brief shot of someone, I think they're at like a festival and they're like covered in mud mm. and the girls and she, she's like walking along and she sees the camera and she turns and goes, yeah, at the camera. Uh, someone took that little gif of her and said, uh, she should have been the protagonist in the game, not uh, what's she called, Lu Lucia. Lucia, yeah. yeah. Um, basically saying, white woman, not uh, not Hispanic, Latin woman. Hispanic woman, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and the the comments were like, oh yeah, I forgot how like just openly racist Twitter was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it, people just uh, just telling on themselves. Aren't it's not surprising. Really, so. No, it's not. It's like it was so predictable. Yeah, yeah. it was so obvious. Yeah, but, but I yeah. like. I yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I don't know if she'll be the only protagonist, or we'll mm -hmm. get to play as the man as well. I assume we'll be able to swap mission Probably. to mission. Well, they they had said before that well, there was rumors or something mm. that we'd get to play as both of them. So yeah. I see no reason why we wouldn't. But I mean, maybe it would be more interesting if it's just the one character because that's what people really liked about Vice City and San Andreas that you followed one character. And I, think I, I prefer that to be honest. I yeah. do think that aside from like. GTA 5 was nice to be able to go and experience these three different characters, but you didn't particularly like at least one of them. So I was always a bit apprehensive about playing him. So I guess it would be nice to just play as her. And I hope that they do just to really, really piss him off. I've I've always preferred playing as a single character in games. I didn't, you know, yeah. if, if Spider-Man, all the Spider-Man games had only ever been about either Peter or Miles, I'd have been happier or, or as happy mm -hmm. um same with assassin's creed syndicate which was a game i liked but like i didn't like switching mm. um i think i just like to focus my all my attention on one person especially if you yeah. if it's an rpg and you're upgrading people and like spending points on both i'd rather just like just worry yeah. about one set of trees and skills and also narratively from the trailer it feels like they would not really be apart that much so it doesn't feel like it would make yeah, that much true. sense to have them Split. as separate characters. Mm. My theory is that she gets out of prison, she goes back to this man, and they start like doing crimes together. And then he either gets killed by someone or he double crosses her. Mm. And then she goes on like a revenge mission. Almost. Yeah, that's what GTA 3 was about. Was, yeah. He got double crossed in a heist at the start. Could yeah. be a bit like, um, there could, could be a section that basically is beat for beat like that bit from uh, The Last of Us. Part yeah. one, where Joel and Ellie get separated yeah. and, and yeah. you play as both independently and then one of them is just like, well, I'm going to murder everyone in an mm -hmm. effort to save my my bow now. Yeah. Um, um, I saw a, another theory this morning on Twitter where uh, some people are saying, oh, maybe the clips in the trailer are actually in reverse order. And it starts with them, you know, like in bed talking about trust and like driving around and then they do a do the shot heist mm. uh, and then it goes to her in her jumpsuit she's in jail mm. in like a separate women's prison yeah. and that's how they get split up <laughs> or maybe he even double crosses her on the during the the robbery mm -hmm. 
Uh, Rockstar revealed we'll be heading to the state of Leonida or Leonida, we don't know yet, uh, which is home to the neon-soaked streets of Vice City and beyond. It's set to be the biggest, most immersive evolution of Grand Theft Auto yet. Vice City appears to be part of a bigger map that will form GTA 6. There's now speculation that GTA 6 will push further south towards the Everglades, a wetland, and the Florida Keys, a string of tropical islands. Now, the Gator Keys were, re were referenced in the original GTA Vice City as part of a radio broad broadcast, but the location was never shown in-game. If the screenshot, screenshot sorry, suggest what we think they are, expect the GTA 6 map to contain a mixture of environment types. Mm. Uh, oh. Someone posted in our group chat at work about how people had taken the leaked um, coordinates to mm. sort of build a map, and then it was compared to what a similar thing had been done for GTA 5 and how eerily close that ended up being to the final map. And if true, this map is massive. Yeah. And and Vice City is just like a, a big portion of it, but it's it's far from most of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all the kind of Florida inspiration looks cool. I love how they've taken all those viral clips and yeah. like recreated them. I've got a list them. of them here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lady with the two hammers. Yeah. Guy fishing a crocodile out of his pool. A woman twerking on top of a speeding car. Guy running naked through a petrol station. Guy watering his garden naked. Florida Joker. Dirt bike people and alligator in a Walmart. Mm -hmm. yeah. All of which there are lots of side by side comparisons, aren't there? Of yeah. the real viral clips. You know, this is it's such a rich vein for them to tap into in terms in terms of parody and satire. Where that I mean, we're worried about you know punching down and stuff, but there is such a the concept a of wealth. a Florida man is yeah. In the ticker yeah. tape at the bottom of the thing, it was referred to as a Leonida man. Yeah. So they're gonna do that. They're gonna lean into that, and that has the the weird characters you could meet yeah. based on that inspiration is mm. like it's it's tantalizing and you know we're worried about punching down but if they're pulling on real life inspiration for genuinely yeah. weird people from florida yeah then that'll be that'll be great there's going to be some really funny stuff also there. i don't know if you can punch down on a concept because the, concept. the florida man is mm -hmm. a concept i know that we've got evidence of it yeah. but it's like it's a, a concept of People from Florida are mental. Are the Florida and, men. And like they do weird things. And that's more of like a concept. So I don't know if you can, because that's not going for one specific person or like group of people. That's a an idea of a Florida man, yeah. you know, and who are mental. Mm -hmm. um, so do we think, uh, I mean, we kind of, covered, yeah, we've, we've talked about this, <laughs> about the, the year. Uh, do we think that people... Other games should be avoiding 2025. Uh, do you think no. it might encourage people who do have a slate for 24 to make sure they get it done? I think no. as, as long as <laughs> as soon as we get a confirmed release date, anybody who's aiming for that should move out. Of we'll there. see some stuff shift around. A lot like what happened with um, Spider-Man, yeah. with yeah. Alan, Alan Wake. Wake and stuff kind of like migrating out of the month. Mm -hmm. I think it's just good business practices. Rockstar could really troll everyone, couldn't they? They could say like, oh, we're coming out in like summer 25 and yeah. all the other summer 25 people we'll will move go, away. And then Rockstar go, actually, we think maybe spring uh, 25. Yeah. Maybe spring. <laughs> Keep moving away. Yeah. It, the release date is is nebulous and we will see when it actually ends up being. I'm not convinced it will land in 2025 mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. But until they confirm an actual release date, I think everyone can breathe a sigh of relief. But anyone who's aiming for 2025 should be on guard. I think yeah. if it's, if it's a, at the moment, if it's planned to be the first maybe one or two quarters of 2025, there's still a chance it will be in that year. But mm. if it was always, if they've always been thinking maybe like winter 25. Holiday. Yeah, holiday. Then I think there's a good chance it could be 26. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, the excruciating countdown to GTA 6 now officially begins and uh, we will be 
covering, much like every other person on the internet, every single tiny little bit of drip-fed information until you're sick of hearing about it. Because this will be the biggest game of the year, probably of the decade. It will sell tens and tens of millions of copies, and uh, it's going to overtake everyone's lives and the yes. entire conversation around video games for a good while to come. Yes, mm -hmm. it will. Isn't that exciting? It's so exciting, well, Ashton. until that comes out, I thought we could talk about what's out at the moment and specifically what we've been enjoying in a segment that I think we should call What We Play In. Okay. It's What We Playing time. Time to talk about the games, what we have been playing. Peter Austin, what have you been playing? I have, I think, come to an end of my uh, brief um, spike in activity on my PS2 that okay. I got all, all hooked up to the TV. I've finished the story mode on Soul Calibur 2. Mm -hmm. uh, kind of annoying uh, to do that because uh, I originally played that. I played an Xbox copy on a 360, I think. Um, and the loading times on that were were very, very short, if if sort of existent at all, because uh, it's only a fighting game. And back then, you know, even though we're talking old hardware, fairly simple game to load up. PS2, there is just a little bit of loading time on each fight. Only like, you know, three or four seconds. But uh, if you lose a fight in the story mode, you get sent back to like the map on the overworld and then you have to go back into the fight and go and then sit through a loading screen and some of them get really hard towards the end and you're having to like do it like 10, 15 attempts. And on each one, you have to just sit and look at the two people face each other and wait three, four, five seconds. Okay, we're in. And then you lose and then you have to go back out and do it again. So I was getting a little bit pissed off towards mm. the end, um, but that's fine. I've carried on playing Battlefront 2 story mode, really enjoying that. Um, it's completely like non-canon now. Like everything that they say is like, that doesn't make sense in the story <laughs> that we know now, but I've enjoyed it a lot. And I've also played a bit more Star Wars, played some Lego Star Wars. Oh, because which one? The uh, the the complete trilogy or uh, complete saga, whatever yeah. it's called. But the most not recent. The Skywalker. No. Oh. So me and Ashton both played that. Yeah, and, uh, we didn't like it that much. You played like most of it, didn't you? We played much. all the story missions. Yeah, did um, you actually think... like platinum it? Or... No, no. <laughs> no. Okay, which one are we talking about now? So, the, so most the Skywalker recent. saga, the most recent. The most one. Yeah. recent. Oh yeah, I remember you two. We, we played both a lot of it. Thought it yeah. was a bit rubbish. And I was a bit like, they've just tried to do too much here, and they could have made a really simple thing like the older bricks. ones. Yeah. yeah. So at the time when we were <laughs> both playing that, I was thinking. I'm really looking forward to just going and playing the old one again yeah. at some point. And then, I, you know, it's been months since then, but uh, I, I I, had a copy of it and I was like, oh, now's my chance. And I've really enjoyed it. They're so mm. good. Just simple Lego fun. Uh, you know, you can drop in and drop out. Amy played very briefly with me as well, which, you know, we don't tend to play games together at all. So that was nice. Um, and uh, I've done most of that as well. And I get, you know, you get a little rush every time you unlock a new character. Once you've unlocked about... 50 of them, it's just Civilian Man 3 you mm -hmm. unlock. He is now playable, but uh, that's all Soldier. Fun. Exactly. Cool, thanks. Um, but I'm, I'm now, I'm a bit, I'm a bit PS2'd out, I think, at this yeah. point. So I've had a good time, um, but I'm now, I think I need to start playing some more current stuff again. But that's what I've been playing. Little, little hashtag, hashtag throwback Thursday and the other days of the week, all yeah. of them, seven yeah. days. Fantastic. I've been, I'm not very well. I don't know if you can tell no. from the coughing. No, you've been enjoying that, audio listeners. Um, I am sick and I couldn't come into work on Tuesday because I was very unwell. Um, and 
so I all I wanted to do, you know, when you're on well and all you want to do is just like switch your brain off, but mm -hmm. you don't want to just stare at the ceiling or I, I watched a lot of trash TV this week and I was like, I cannot watch anymore. Well, I can, but I want to be doing something else while I'm doing it. So I borrowed my boyfriend's Steam Deck and I put on the cheesiest, crappiest rom-coms I could find. Um, I've been playing House Flipper because all I have to do is just turn my brain off, knock some walls down, paint some walls install some sinks and I'm like this is nice this is good um and I played some Disney Dreamlight Valley which has finally like really come out of early access this week so on the 5th it came out of early access um like the, the finished game um and they released their first DLC for 30 pounds so I will not be buying it That's wasn't it originally meant to be so the coming game, out of early access is free to play yeah so the <laughs> game was going to come out as free to play and then the other month they were like good news we're coming out of early access and the game costs 40 quid and then they immediately and then they immediately said if you want the platinum edition which comes with the two dlcs that they've currently got announced mm. that was 70 quid and if you tough, wanted tough, just tough. the one dlc that's an extra 29.99 that's horrific what's in the dlc I how don't, big is it's it? a few i think it's new characters and i think potentially some new lands to go to but i don't think it's going to add that much for more a price content. like that it should be i mean if you're going on what the cost of the base game is it should yeah. be nearly as much as the yeah. base game yeah. in terms of content. so yeah you think mm. well that's that's crazy, because also i think there was a thing about it and i don't don't quote me on this because i wasn't sure it was very confusing but if you had if you paid for early access like if you'd bought it on switch or something i think you either had to pay the difference or you might have even had to buy it again i'm not nice. sure but it was a whole thing anyway do you think they originally planned to like you know have it a lot more of a, a, like a, a cheaper experience and then during the, well, the early access is, they realized people really like this we yeah. could charge more money the thing is like they it's a live service game in many ways in the sense it's got its own in-game currency z mm -hmm. multiple um and you know they're making money from people buying this currency yeah and people were buying the game and i think if they'd have just the DLC is paid they still would have made a lot of money and people were very upset with them for making this game that they kept saying was going to be free to play no longer free to play yeah. but I have it on Xbox Game Pass so I was really worried they were going to take it off that and then mm -hmm. I would have had to start again but they haven't which is good um but I've been playing that this week. They've introduced Jack Skeleton. Mm. Skellington. Skellington. Um, and yeah, I was playing it on the day the update happened and I installed the update. And then my character, Tony Baboni, who I play yeah, of course. as, yeah. uh, he, something went very wrong with him. Like he started, I've got a picture of it because he was cracking me up. He started, he started floating around like A-posing and this is what happened to his face. Oh my God, he turned into <laughs> Billy Ray Ward. <laughs> yeah, look. Oh no. Like what his eyes just got huge. Like an animal. Yeah, and his mouth went all weird. I'll put a picture up on Twitter because I thought it was so funny. Look at him. God. Look at him. Something's so wrong. He's wearing his oh. Christmas jumper. He's got though. His That's Christmas lovely. Jumper That's on. the real nightmare before Christmas. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they finally. So I don't know if they're going to add any more characters to it now or if Jack Skellington is the last character that you'll get for free mm. or if like they'll do another game they're always doing like seasons and stuff but i'm not sure if they'll add any more free to play characters i think well not even free to play you still got to buy it but because the new dlc's added like rapunzel and um gaston and some other characters i think but yeah it's all a bit weird but anyway we're playing that this week um 
I still there's I haven't played it in ages. So there's a bunch of characters I'm still trying to like level up to ten ten friendship, um, which mm. I've been doing. And then the last thing I played this week was Teardown on PlayStation Plus. Um, it's I don't know if you remember it. We saw it at some of the game conferences. It's basically the like voxel um, game where you kind of are destruct like the environment's destructive and you can like drive cars into it and i think yeah i think do i do you remember, remember that vaguely yeah i think about? so yeah yeah so that's what i was playing and i thought it was just going to be a matter of like here's our house or our building tear it down like get rid of it but that's not what it is it's like a series of missions and like yeah where you're going to so far I've been to five environments. I think there probably is more. And then you keep kind of having to go back to do the missions, but they gradually get harder and harder. So it's like, oh, I want you to go in and steal this guy's cars or like, um, and put them in the back of your lorry, but they're attached to an alarm system. So rather than it being a matter of like, find a way to disable the alarm system, it's you just have to get the car, like, as soon as the alarm starts going off, you have to do everything. You've got like a minute to finish everything and leave, which is kind of annoying because it means that you're not, it's not a matter of like tactic. It's a matter of just like doing it as quickly as possible with some mm. things. Um, and I was enjoying it for a bit, but it just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a kind of a reverse house flipper in the sense of like, here's an environment that's very fun to destroy please destroy it but no that wasn't what it is it still was fun but it just wasn't as good wasn't as what I you wanted. were expecting mm. yeah so that's what i played this week nice i hopped back into diablo 4 mm. very briefly played a couple of hours of that just because i was looking for a mindless thing yeah. to play for for a little bit um i didn't start a new character i just jumped into some uh, optional dungeons that I hadn't done and just absolutely mashed my way through them mm -hmm. because the, my character is so overleveled at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, no no real meaningful progress made there or intention to to, to play it for very long. It's just like, oh, let's, let's play some Diablo. Um, the main thing that I played though, um, particularly over the weekend just gone, um, well, firstly, I'd like to make an apology to um, remote play. Which I which I now understand okay. and appreciate fully. Okay. On PlayStation. Yeah. Because I feel like I've been a detractor of remote play for a long time. And while I still do would never have the need for a PlayStation portal mm -hmm. or even one of those backbone things, what you slide your phone in. Yeah. I made great use of it this weekend just gone. And uh it it helped make a, a very otherwise very boring weekend far more interesting. Did you use your phone? No. Oh. I used my tablet. Oh. So I paired my tablet to my PlayStation 5, which mm -hmm. I left in rest mode at home. And then I <laughs> took my tablet with me and a DualSense, which you're able to connect via Bluetooth to, to your device. Mm -hmm. And then I started playing through Persona 4 Golden, the, uh, the re-release that we got at the beginning of this year. Because I've been meaning to get around to it for ages, and like I wanted a game where, again, like I, I didn't really have to apply a great deal of thought, like I'm following a guide through and stuff. And so I had, and also I didn't realize that you could now do this on iPads, that you could like snap two apps at the same time. Oh. You could have two open and like change how much real estate on the screen is taken up. So I had Persona 4 Golden You've on- You've been able to do that for ages. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I used to do it all the time when I was. I just TV. I've never needed to do it really mm. before yeah. until now. So I had the guide snapped to one side and the game snapped to the other side. And over the internet, I was able to play Persona 4 Golden 
from my from my house that was operating at my house. And I was very impressed by that. And I kept saying, wow, look how amazing this is. And everyone was like, that's Did it work cool. well, did it? For the most, honestly, I wouldn't play a game like Spider-Man that would require like quick reactions yeah. and stuff. It was stable enough. I know it's largely down to your network. My PS5 is etherneted in and obviously no one else was using the network at home. So that that was fine. And it may just be that the Wi-Fi I was on wasn't the most stable or I was far away from the router. Uh, but for the most part, it was fine. I only got disconnected like once. And sometimes like the graphical quality would drop or the stream mm. quality would drop, whatever you want to call it. And it would go a bit pixelated and stuff. But otherwise, I was able to play absolutely fine. Uh, and I think for this specific use case, it's absolutely ideal. And if I'm still playing it over Christmas, when I go down to see family, I might do exactly the same thing rather than lugging my console down, which is usually what I do. So yeah. we can play party games and stuff. Now I'll just be selfish and I'll sit in the corner with my DualSense <laughs> and my iPad and uh, and play Persona 4 Golden. See, mm. I was considering like giving it a go over Christmas on my phone, but I'm, I'm just worried that like, I mean, it's not a bad size screen, but I would mm. just worry that like, I wouldn't get to... I wouldn't get a decent enough experience mm. out of like my. Yeah, but then what I, you're playing, I, guess. I watched my boyfriend play like all kinds of things on his phone mm. when he was using it to like emulate stuff, and I was like, "What if he can do it? So can I." <laughs> so I just need to find like a good game to attempt it when I'm down for Christmas. Yeah. I don't know what like is coming out or what I'm going to play that would work on my phone. Find something but... in your backlog or something. Yeah. Something you like the look of. Yeah. And the, what you'll want to do though, which was uh, luckily not a mistake that I made, but that I could have really easily made, is that uh, you'll want to try and do remote play from your house first. Yeah. Obviously your PlayStation needs to be in rest <laughs> mode yeah. and you need to be able to turn it on from rest mode. That's like a setting you need to do. Mm -hmm. uh, because what I did when I came back was like, I'm going to play some Sona 4 in bed on my iPad because mm -hmm. I'm because I want to lie in bed and yes. play it and I can't my PlayStation's downstairs. So I just like turned on the PS5 downstairs because it was fully switched off and then went upstairs. And it turns out that if it's at that login screen, your remote play just will not connect to oh, it because yeah. it's like I'm, there's another controller that's trying to use it right now. Even mm -hmm. if there's no controller trying to use it, it doesn't like it. So it has to, in, in my experience, it had to be in rest mode for me to use it. But it works great. And I was I was really happy and I'm enjoying playing Persona 4 Golden again. Sorry, follow-up question. Yes. Um, did you use a PlayStation 5 controller? Yes, I did. Did you, And it can connect to your iPad? Very easily. You hold the PlayStation button and the share button for like a couple of seconds and then the, the LED around the touchpad starts blinking and it appears yeah. as a Bluetooth device. Do you know what I was annoyed about about PlayStation this week? What's that? Um, that you can't, Bluetooth, you can't connect Bluetooth headphones to your PlayStation 5. Can you not? No, it has to be their brand. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you want to use yeah. headphones, you have to plug them into the controller and it really winds me up. They did another bad thing this week as well. While we're dunking on yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, they did. And wearing my PlayStation I thought you were jumper. PlayStation ponies. We probably had a, did we Guess have a question what? about this? No. About digital content yeah. rights. Uh, no. This is yeah. this is not, not game related, but it is PlayStation related. People that had bought video content that PlayStation used to offer were told that their licenses were being revoked and you would no longer have access to any of your digital content that you bought. This is why I have never, ever bought a digital uh, film or TV series. Yeah. It's all in the license agreement. You might think you own it, but they can take it away at any time. Now, they may have difficulty in Europe and they may end up getting sued if stuff like this happens and they may end up getting sued because of this, but they probably wouldn't have done it if they didn't think that they could get away with it. Mm. This is this is the fun future of digital somewhere. digital content. So yeah. just, you know, be aware, everybody. But anyway, uh, remote play, thumbs up. Cool. Yeah. It works and it's much better than it was when I first tried it when it first started and I was like, this is rubbish and then didn't touch it for several years. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, good stuff. Well, I have a question. 
comes from Retro Robin. It's not just a question for me this time. Um, Hi, Bap. My question is around a recent rumor that patents are pointing towards a potential Switch Mini slash Pocket. I know we should take rumors with a big grain of salt, but I wonder your thoughts on this being part of a push for Nintendo to, one, sell more Switches, and two, get more people into into the Nintendo ecosystem. For example, if they announce a Switch 2 next year alongside a Pocket Switch 1 at the right price point, would this be a good move? I'm thinking of something similar to the original PS2 launch with the PS1 to help carry legacy sales at the cheaper access point. All the best, Robin. All the Thanks, best, Robin. Robin. All the best, Robin. Um, now, I read this article, right? And I think that the the writer of the article was as pessimistic as we are in the sense of being like, now people like this, they like to uh, sensationalize um, a bit yeah. so that they get clicks. A bit uh, bollocks. Like the fact a that bit this, overexcited. Yeah, this guy was like, optimistic. it's going to be released on February 24th, 2024. Here are the patents and it's going to, to cost £126. Like, I how do you couldn't know that, find idiot? a single reputable source. No. Out, a re- single reputable outlet, sorry, on the internet that reported this. The one that we were linked to by uh, Robin was a website called Note notebookcheck.net yeah and now and nothing against the good folks at notebookcheck.net but that i did a little google sleuthing and i couldn't and no one else is touching this story even the the patents aren't i don't think they're in and of themselves like convincing of it being a mini i I see the argument of how it could be yeah tell us yeah yeah. tell us Um, about it so this is from what was that website called notebookcheck.net um so the the leaker is Nash Weedle um, apparently been providing mounting evidence for a Nintendo Switch Mini or Nintendo Switch Pocket Gaming device. The source is insistent that the amount of patterns that have been discovered that could pertain to a miniature variant of the Nintendo Switch or Switch 2 are almost enough to practically assert the, the existence of a Switch Mini slash Switch Pocket development. However, it's worth remembering that leakers who are based on X, formerly Twitter, often have to resort to sensationalism and hyperbole to attract followers. So a pitch of salt is definitely required in this instance. The information found in the pattern has led to the presumption that the Nintendo Switch Mini, Switch Pocket, or Switch Micro handheld consoles in the works. One focuses on button, redis- button redistribution, with the home button and capture button being moved to the bottom of the device. Another patent goes further with the button movement placing the, the L, Z, L, R, and Z, R button in a line. Apparently doing either of those things would produce a more compact Switch console. It, so I it's mean, basically it, just button moving. It could it? produce a more compact compact switch console but also maybe just for the switch too they're choosing to do that yeah like not even for more compact reasons they just want to align the back buttons and move yeah. the share button down or whatever it is the, yeah. the home button down I, agree. I believe that the patents are real yeah i don't believe that a smaller switch is coming mm. yeah. i don't think this 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 provides any evidence of any kind of smaller switch. Yeah. There's already a, how the can you get smaller light. than the switch light? Yeah. yeah. For a start, I think it's a good idea. As Robin points out, I think it's a good idea to have mm. some sort of like legacy skew come out when mm. the new one comes out to keep that console alive. But why wouldn't you just reprice or remarket or release a new variant of the OLEDs, the original, or the <laughs> or the light? Why would you come out with a brand brand new model? And if you're also is it going to be if it's smaller? How's it going to be able to run Switch That's games that already the Switch already struggles to run, yeah. and also have it be cheaper than the existing model? Yeah. The stuff that's going to need to go into it to make sure it's smaller and runs those games well is going to make it more expensive. If it's screen smaller, you won't be able to see how badly it runs Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> that's you can true. squint at yeah. it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure 
if hypothetically, if they brought out a smaller console, um, it would probably manage with a lot of Nintendo's first party stuff. But all of those like third party, like more recent additions to the Switch library uh, that are kind of infamously either not running well or have been massively downgraded in order to run well. Mm. uh, Yeah. How would an even smaller Switch cope with that? I don't know. I think that um, it would be interesting to see a smaller console from the Switch in terms of like a bit of a blast from the past, like Game Boy type situation. Obviously, we're not that small, but there's a lot of Retroid, well, Retroid is one of the brands, but there's a lot of retro style consoles that are essentially emulators built into little devices that work really well and run a lot of like games and the screens a decent enough size but they're small enough to put in your pocket and carry around with you uh, if you're a man if you're a woman i'm sorry they're not gonna have any pockets. <laughs> yeah no if pockets you might um, even have pockets yeah yeah exactly the pockets in my trousers right now are on the belt that make that make on sense on the belt yeah what? make that make sense do you have like little pouches like Batman? there's a pouch here there a little utility oh belt <laughs> it's weird that's very strange yeah um, anyway, less about women's pockets. Than Holy switch, Batman. I think we do need to talk more about women's pockets, <laughs> yeah, actually. Exactly. It, enough is enough. Yeah, we do. Um, but anyway, there's so many little devices. And I think if they were going to produce a device that would run some of their games, like, I'm not saying that they have to do this, but if it was like, this game, well, this device is for the Mario games we've released mm. and it only runs the Mario games. Like a Game & Watch. Yeah. They just, like, they just turn back yeah, time yeah, yeah, 50 exactly. years. But I'm just saying, like, they have a lot of first party games that they could probably, maybe not Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild, but they could mm. probably make run on a smaller device with certain technology. However... Will they do that? I don't think they will. But if they did, I think people would like it and I think it would go down well. If they were going, leaning more into this kind of nostalgia trip they've been doing with the, like, um, ends, not N, the, yeah, the SNES and, um, like, NES. You know, they've got that, like, mar- not marketplace, but, like... Yeah, that, like, digital... Digital um, library of all of their games. That's like the retro games. Yeah, I yeah. can't remember what they're calling it. But um, they've got all of these games, and they keep every time we have a Nintendo Direct, they're like, "Good news! This game is coming to F- Flip Flop Seven. You loved that game back in the eighties. Well, it's coming to the the Switch now. Um, and if they were leaning more into that, they might produce themselves a little tiny console if they fancied it but i don't think they will i think this is just maybe a glimpse at where how the switch 2 will look but i i don't know i don't really think these these two patterns that they're kind of referencing are that important Mm. like moving the console the home button down to the bottom of the the console is very much similar to like the steam deck having it on the top and then similar to like the the inner line isn't that different from a lot of other game like a handheld so yeah, maybe they're just moving some stuff around. I don't think it's necessarily a sign of a mini coming out anytime soon. Is it the expansion pack subscription? Yeah. It said maybe. you need online and an expansion pack subscription yeah, to expansion access that. Pack I don't subscription. know what it's called, but yeah. It, I, I think like that is one way that this could like kind of justify itself is if they brought out something that it's sort of switch branded. It's under the switch umbrella, but it, or it only exists to maybe like kind of as an emulator for like older Nintendo games mm. um, that could be something you know oh coming soon the Switch yesterday or whatever <laughs> yeah. and you just play like Switchback yeah the Switchback you play like SNES games maybe some N64 stuff maybe even like Wii 
you know, it depends how far they would want to take it. But mm-hmm. like that would kind of be enough of its own thing to justify its existence. And it would the hardware would presumably be able to mm. run all that stuff well enough. But to actually be just a switch but smaller, I don't think this is I, yeah. gonna happen or that it would work that well if it did. Yeah. Mm. Uh, some of these patents and features will likely find their way into the Switch mm. too yeah. in, in some capacity. But as you guys have said, uh, they could well release another SKU for the original Switch, I think it's unlikely. Uh, but even if they do, I doubt it would take the form that at N Weedle is so confident that it will. Yeah. Mm. I think it's unlikely. He's so confident. Like, imagine being that He's confident about something date. that is not true. Man. Crazy. Some people get all the confidence, don't they? They do. Unbelievable. They really do. Uh, if we got some confidence around here, that'd be a bit strange, wouldn't it? You would. It'd We're be not a very bit peculiar. Yeah. yeah. It might even uh, make the headlines. It might. It'd be weird news. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game game news. A reminder, if you want to submit some weird video game news to us, you need to submit it under the relevant social media post that goes out on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, if you'd like to guarantee yourself a shout out at this point in the podcast, you need to go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump and sign up as a podcast producer, just like G.Y. Goliath, Nicole Hansen, Duncan Wilson, Chip Thompson's Thumbs, Eric Sue, Potato Shack 99, Melody Elbonet, Nexus Polaris, Gabrielle Philippine, Blake Thomas, Janet Wick, Wigs. Wigs. And great, great giggity. giggity. Thank you, podcast producers. <laughs> Thank you, podcast Thank producers. you very Thank much. You we appreciate producers. you. Peter, have you got some weird news? I have. It was submitted by um, Chip Thompson and Lloyd Williams. Chris Thompson. Sorry, Sorry Chris, Chris, Chris Thompson. Chip Christopher Thompson. <laughs> yes, um, I There were two write-ups. Um, I almost brought the push square one because the subheading was... Um, uh, I, like the, I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. Oh, um, but I brought along the <laughs> Kotaku one. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 slyly adds jiggle physics for dicks, comma, balls. <laughs> I hate the way that... Ha- just put dicks, and. Comma, balls. Dicks, comma, balls. 
Just write and, but it's a headline. You're not allowed, apparently. Maybe that's the city and the state. For dicks, yeah. from balls. Dicks, for balls. Yeah. They've added physics specifically for the balls of Richard. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's like the balls is his first name, but dicks is his surname. Yeah. Mm. Balls dick. Uh, their subheading they went with is, hey, batter, batter, hey, batter, hey, batter, batter, swing. Right. Larian, probably. Okay. Like a quote from Larian. Right. Don't know what Would that is. Would they say that? They're Belgian. I don't think they're... Do- I think no. that's, a, that's a base. If they were fans of High School Musical too, oh, they might. They? Yeah. Mm. That's where the phrase originated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, by Kenneth Shepard. Thanks, Kenneth. Thanks, Thanks Kenneth. Kenneth. the sheep are well. Baldur's Gate... What? Shepard. Shepard. Oh, right, yeah. It's, sorry, it's because it's spelled <laughs> differently. So I was really thrown off. As um, in Commander. It's not spelled sheep herd. Sorry. It, what? As in Commander Shepard. <laughs> I don't know how this spelled Commander what? Shepard. Shepard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. What? <laughs> what? You do, what? Baldur's Gate 3's fifth big patch added some significant changes to Larian's Dungeons and Dragons RPG, including a new epilogue, uh, comma modes, and ways to accomplish previously impossible feats. They've added modes, everyone. Modes. Wow. Non-specific modes, including a new epilogue, comma modes, comma <laughs> and ways to accomplish previously impossible oh, feats. It was a massive update, to be fair, and I mm. like to think it's all jiggle physics. Uh, it also had a slightly less significant update that's probably unnecessary, but is still glorious to behold. Mm. Characters' dicks and balls now have jiggle physics. Hell yeah. yeah. Fans took notice of the update after it went live yesterday, November 30th. We at Kotaku are nothing if not thorough, so I opened up the game to check for myself. The easiest way to see a willy wiggle is by going to the character creator or magic mirror, which lets you view and rotate your character's model. If they aren't wearing any clothes or you toggle the hide clothes option in the character creator, you're about to look for some balls there, Ashton. So you, no. I, I can show you some physics in a moment. I saw you open your phone. I thought you were about to do something. No, you must sorry, be looking I was for just balls. getting my um, ready. Uh, uh, you can disable the clothes. Uh, if, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just you just showed me you just told me you could show me some balls in a minute. Yeah, well, you'll see. We've shown balls. each other strange things in this room <laughs> on our phones. They will rock out with their cock out, assuming that's the option you've selected for their junk. Rotate their model fast enough, and everything starts flopping around. <laughs> if you don't feel like booting up the game to see it for yourself, Ashton Matthews, here's a very uncensored video of Arundel, my bard tiefling daddy, from my co-op campaign to demonstrate. You're going to show us. Tiefling yeah. daddy. Go full screen. It's driving me crazy. Why won't it go full screen? Oh, I tapped it a million times and then it freaked out. Auto rotate. Stop tapping the balls. No, not aeroplane. <laughs> they don't jiggle when you tap them. My money don't Hello? jiggle, jiggle. Peter's, Peter's loading it. My phone <laughs> still won't rotate. Me. He doesn't know how I his phone Peter's works. Loading. He's really, he's my, really trying. My phone does not work anymore. He's got the I spinning really beach balls okay, going around. You're going to have to just look real close. Space. That's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. It's just kind of just doing this. Yeah. It's whipping about. Um, I mean, they do that in Cyberpunk, but they didn't add that after the fact. No. So it just kind of happens. It was a glitch. Um, you could see them through their trousers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh I think, is that it? In the run-up to Baldur's Gate 3 launch, genital customization was an exciting addition to its character creator. Between body, pronoun, and genital options, Baldur's Gate 3 lets you play around. Okay, that's the end, isn't it? Baldur's Gate 3 is the third game in the Baldur's Gate series. I guess I now need to go back and see if this changes uh, any of the sex scenes. Um, No, uh, probably won't. Probably not. Unless it freaks out and just sort of jiggles all over the place. I'm really close to uh, romancing one of the characters in Baldur's Gate, and I've not gone back to play it yet. 
It's going to be my Christmas game, I think, Baldur's Gate. Yeah, she keeps telling me, like, when we have a quiet night together, (gasps) I'll come get you. And I'm like, yes. That's exciting. And you've not yet had a quiet night. No, you keep getting interrupted by a dream man. So annoying. Dream man? Yeah. What's a man doing there? I don't know. I'm like, get out of there, man. Every time I get woken up, I'm like, it's a bit gay of you, Ashton. Dreaming about men. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Cringe. Um, men are cringe. I have some news. It was submitted by Fred Whitaker Jr. Sick name. name. It's on Gamer Ant um, (laughs) by Dalton Cooper. I don't really like talking about this guy, but this tweet exchange was so cringe I thought it was funny. Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk tried Grand Theft Auto, but didn't like doing crime. I like how we knew instantly which story it was. Yeah. Controversial billionaire Elon Musk because he tried to play Grand Theft Auto V but didn't like doing crime in the game. <laughs> billionaire Elon Musk took to Twitter. So that's the same this is the same line again. Thank you, Gamer Ant. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V is the most profitable entertainment product ever produced. Did you know that? It has remained a huge earner since initial launch in 2013 with Rockstar Games supporting Grand Theft Auto V's online mode with frequent content updates for over a decade. Did you know that? Bet you did. Um, no. Anyway, they're releasing a Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. Wow. Did you know that? Did you know that? Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> you were just talking about the gamer ant, and it made me remember that we haven't looked for Dead Island 2 No, spider. I looked at the start. I assumed that they're mates. The gamer ant. He's, in, he's, he's probably in hibernation. Yeah, I can't see him. Carry no. on. Sorry. Um, it's okay. The excitement over the Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer has led to all kinds of discussions about the upcoming game and the GTA franchise as a whole, with Elon Musk even weighing in on the matter. Oh, brilliant. As if he doesn't he's, weigh he's in on so everything. reserved, usually. Yeah. He never tweets. Crazy. Responding to a Twitter... No. I won't say that. X is formerly known as Tweeted. Tweeted. Responding on a Twitter... I love that everyone still calls it Twitter. It's (laughs) so funny to me. To a Twitter employee who listed out the GTA games that they have not played, which apparently includes all of them, Musk said... Tried, I'm going to say his voice, tried but didn't like doing crime. GTA 5 required shooting police officers in the opening scene. Just couldn't do it. Ugh, get alive, Elon Musk. Um, The Grand Theft Auto games have been hugely controversial for decades, and so Musk is far from the first person to take issue with the the, uh, franchise's content. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares what he has to say? I don't. He's just a loser. Um, (laughs) It says that. That's what Anne wrote. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's basically all that they have have to say on the matter. But yeah. Elon Musk was just being a weenie. He played a game called Grand Theft Auto and was surprised that you had to do crime. Well, I guess he didn't think you'd have to shoot police. It's like. But hasn't he done a big about face as well since where he was tweeting Rockstar ahead of the the trailer, which which we forgot to say ended up leaking ahead of time. They released it early. Um, And saying, hey, there's a huge gaming continued here. Why not release it on X? Yeah. And then then they put a link up to the YouTube video. And because they didn't just post it on X, um, they then started. Um, like the, the negatively affecting the tweet on the algorithm like if someone replies to the tweet you couldn't actually see Rockstar's tweet about um, he is a colossal bell he is and, and I also, am so sick of him there's this other guy on Twitter who is just a raging misogynist and he always replies to Elon's tweets in the most like oh please notice me daddy please no. all the time and he replied to that tweet being like Oh, yeah, I couldn't do crimes either. It's so hard to be a, a bad man. I'm such a good man. <laughs> I just like Elon being Musk. bad man just in like real you. life. Mm. I'm just a terrible man in real life. I uh, hate them. I, I hate yeah, them. I, I don't want I've blocked Elon Musk on Twitter and he keeps unblocking me. Like, he keeps making himself be unblocked. 
really winds me so up. So cringe. It's just yeah. so embarrassing. Yeah. He's he's a he's a dreadful man and I do not wish to speak of him. I just wanted to anymore. not do crimes. That's what he sounds like. Like like Wario. <laughs> Wah. Yeah, he sounds like Waluigi. <laughs> Uh, anyway, what's your news? My news, we're going back to Please? sexy now. Oh, we're yeah. bringing sexy back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old something doesn't know how to act. Yeah. There we go. Uh, this is from SnowyBoyYanny04 on Twitter, and it may have been on Facebook as well. I forgot to check. I'm really sorry. Yanny? Or is it Laurel? Shut you up, sh- man. Just be quiet, will you? This is from Good Tech. <laughs> I thought that was a really good 2019 reference. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it. I actually Jesus. don't. I never listened to that clip. Didn't you? Yeah, I remember the gold versus blue dress thing. Mm-hmm. I, I never listened to that audio. Uh, so long, gay Bowser is my my cultural <laughs> touch, touchstone so on that. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> um, Kotaku, this is from Levi Winslow. Fortnite players are bummed about Solid Snake's nerfed ass. Here we go. Fortnite Chapter 5 Season 1 has begun, <laughs> introducing new locations, skins, and weapons to unlock. One of the skins, Metal Gear Solid Snake, is buried deep within this season's battle pass. And while folks are figuring out how to unlock the bonus cosmetic, it seems everyone's bummed by his newfound lack of cake. Newfound lack of cake. Mm. Solid Snake, the primary protagonist of many of the Metal Gear Solid games, has found himself in crossovers before Fortnite. He briefly appeared. Let's get to the point, shall we? Article. Did you um, know that? He's been in other games before. Did you know that? While he generally maintained the same look across the games he cameoed in, one thing did change with each time Solid Snake showed up. The plumpness of his buttocks. His posterior is normally quite prominent with the what with the amount of jumping and crawling he does out in the field. It's Kojima's vision. He really does have thick cheeks. He does. You? Have, you, have you looked? Uh, oh, yeah. Have you looked? I'm only human. Okay, good. Just checking. Can't miss him. His yeah. posterior is normally quite prominent. Blah blah blah. But normally, you're looking at him from the from behind. So mm. you know what but am I supposed to do? What else are you supposed to? How do? does he fit in that cardboard box? How does he fit in the the lycra yeah. that he wears so much? Talcum powder. But Super Smash Bros. Ultimate decimated his cheeks, which definitely means something else. In a different decimated context. his cheeks, leaving folks sad that his ass was flat. Now the same things happened in Fortnite. Folks took to the internet from TikTok to Reddit to Twitter to share their grief over developer Epic Games utterly decakifying Solid Snake in Fortnite. You'd think someone just died with the levels of sadness that's all over the timeline as people post about how the former spy has zero ahem, assets. It's <laughs> actually quite tragic. There's a tweet there. Uh, Otacon, they took my ass. I can't, <laughs> I can't poo, but with a different <laughs> word. We have to get Solid Snake out of the multiverse. If he shows up in another game, his ass is going to be fully concave. Yeah, Every that. time he meets Ryu from Street Fighter, he has less cake. Uh, what's the point anymore? It's getting smaller every game. There was someone who said that uh, screaming and yelling and throwing up because they gave Fortnite Solid Snake a flat ass, which is deeply antithetical to everything Hideo Kojima stands for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweeted SlayerFest1999. Disgusting. I think it's a hate crime against the girls, the gays, and the days to... to that's good. What was that? The girls, that the girls, the gays, and you the days. You reeled that off so casually. That's a great one. Yeah. The girls, the gays, and the days. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, what about the guys? The, the guys can be upset too, but I think it was more of a personal attack against They get their own the girls, separate day to be upset. Yeah, they get they get a uh, man's day. Or it was whatever. International Guys Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When's that? Well, well, we all get to look at snakes. International Guys Day is actually different from International Men's Day. International Men's Day is a specific day. But International Guys Day, that's when everyone's real chill about it. Mm, that sounds fun. Just the guys. It's the day just for the guys. Just the guys hanging out. Sounds fun. The boys. That was my weird news. We now move on to the big discussion. 
It's big discussion time. Time for the big video game discussion that this week comes courtesy of Cameron Keywood on Patreon. Hello, Bap. What were your thoughts on everything shown slash revealed slash announced at the Game Awards? And did the award ceremony overall feel overshadowed by the GTA 6 trailer and the leaks? Well, firstly, GTA 6 trailer, I, I would say, was just in a different, completely different league. Yeah. Um, and also... Welcome to the big discussion. It's yeah. the day after, or it's the day of the Game Awards in the UK. Yeah. I'm joined by Ashton Matthews. Yeah. Peter Austin is presumably asleep. Oh, I hope he's asleep. It's 11 a.m. currently. We were last, we left the office at about 20 past four. Yeah, I morning. got home last night at 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are not in the, the not in the best place no. emotionally or mentally. No. Because we're not running on a great deal of sleep. Yeah. I feel like if someone tried to create a human from memory... Like, I feel like I'm so close to being human, but just not quite there today. Mm. And also my voice is flipped. Listen to it. It's amazing. It's so deep. Say, I've never, never been this deep before. What's this? Say, say some sort of advert slogan. Um, the Game Awards. They'll waste your time. Whoa. You should do that next year. Yeah, I will do. But also, we did think that there would be a sort of slow descent into madness as yeah. it went on. Genuinely, at certain periods, we were having a delirious conversation on the way back because you gave me a lift. Yeah. Like it did not feel like it was going to end. We were sitting there thinking, it's not, it's still not well, finished. Well, it, it didn't help that we thought it would finish at three and it didn't finish till four. Didn't finish until four. So we were like, oh my God, we've got a lot to get through before three, 3 a.m. And mm. then someone was like, you guys know it's three and a half hours long, right? And we were like, oh, excuse me, what did you just say? Yeah. And it did. It finished at 4.05 a.m. for us. Yes. And um, honestly... Mm. Truly, truthfully, truthfully, I bearing in mind that Ashton Matthews is on very little sleep. I'm on very little sleep, and I am still from sick, and I am sleeping from my heart. And I'm going to try and not be as negative as I feel about the Game Awards today. Okay, I honestly think that I've never wasted my time more right. than I did last night watching mm. the Game Awards. Yeah, like it really felt like I, I. I regret not sleeping. Normally, I don't feel that way. Normally, I'm like, it was fun. We had a good time. Like, what a joy. Like, you know, it was tiring and it was late at night, but we had a good time. Last night, I don't feel like I did have a good time last night. I woke up in a bad mood mm -hmm. and I'm still in a bad mood about it, yeah. I think. Now, Jeffrey's showcases have always had an element of um, overwhelming advertisements shoved down yeah. your throat. That's always been a staple of it because understandably, it's a business he needs to pay for the whole thing. Like, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah. This, and I don't know if it's because it's been a long and busy week anyway. No, it, has, and it also, wasn't that. And also that we're, we're very tired, but this felt like far and away the worst one. Yeah. Not just in terms of, it was a triple pronged worst one. Not just in terms of the quality of the announcements. Yeah. The number of advertisements. Yeah. But also how people really, really, we'll get into it, but people really wanted to make these heartfelt the speeches. disrespect to the actual awards. Yeah. Well, it, and the thing is, the Game Awards has never really been about the awards, but they no. make it seem like it is. And so when, when uh, you know, Matey Boy, Astarian from Baldur's Gate 3 is up there accepting his yeah. award, in which we'll, we'll get What's to the awards in a minute. His um, name is... Neil? Neil. Neil Newburn. Yeah, that does yeah. seem right. Where is it? It's on the back page. I think you were looking at it there. Neil. Oh, yeah. Neil Newburn. Yeah. When he was up there and he was giving a really lovely, heartfelt speech about how, you know, important the community I is. I don't even up there for 
30 seconds. Like, yeah. he'd barely been up there. He was, like, he was being played off. Um, and before that, they'd made a huge joke about how Christopher Judge takes up loads of time. Yeah. They had various celebrity people show up, like Anthony Mackie was there, and he it felt like he was never going to leave the stage. Yeah. There was a whole Gonzo from the Muppets bit. Uh, it's a variety show, and no one does it quite like Jeff. Again, I'm trying to look for silver linings here. Yeah. But we're very tired. The awards probably deserve their own stream on their own, yeah, where they is, get the time. This is the thing that I think made me the most annoyed, and it started when um, Neil won uh, Best Performer, mm. is the sense of like, Okay, we've not got much time. That's fine. But then they give the celebrity guests yeah. two Ages. to four minutes to like preamble the award, do some nonsense on the stage. And then they give the actual award winners 30 seconds. So someone released like the press release was sent to the nominees mm. and it said, you will have 30 seconds to do your thank you. That's not very long. It's not very long no. for an entire game. Like for some of these games, they're thanking like lots of people in their game studios. And even if they're just the performer, they still deserve to have their minute to mm. say thank you. Um, and it just felt really, and then they'd cut from like, oh, we've just played this guy off the stage. Now let's cut to an advert it's for a Samsung, Samsung tablet thing. And it's like, Jeff, I know, I know that you've got lots of money, Jeff. And I know that everyone who's here tonight, all of those trailers, they've paid you to be here. Oh, I don't think yeah, you've paid anyone big time. to The amount up. of games, as always, that are just like yeah. coming soon, early access to Steam. Yeah. And to be very quickly, sorry to cut you off. No, okay. Those games obviously deserve promotion yeah. and so on. But they, they are always such a lead balloon to the pacing of these yeah. showcases because people are not here for those. That and the adverts as well, like... I know that people obviously want to be at this event. They mm. want to be in front of people's eyes. But you've got everyone. So there's like there was a Steam Deck advert immediately followed by an advert for Lenovo's version of a Steam Deck. Yeah, there were so then many Steam Decks. Later though. on, there was a Chromebook <laughs> advert. And then yeah. you're getting an advert for NVIDIA. And it's like, what what the flip? I almost swore then I got so angry. I'm like, I know that he doesn't need to do all of these adverts. Yeah. We could cut down the runtime, Jeff, by about 45 minutes and probably give everyone time to talk if you just got rid of some of the adverts. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be the game trailers. You can still show all the game trailers and you can have adverts in your stream. You can pop them up at the bottom like they do in America or you can talk about them briefly. But they just were so many of them that it honestly felt like more so than I think any other year, it felt like I was just being bombarded with like corporate shill. Like it was just like, here's another advert. Here's another advert. At one point I got very angry mm -hmm. and I did yell at Jeff, but I just was, it's just frustrating to sit there and watch it and know you're there for the games and then have him not mention anything about what's been going on in gaming this year. He kept saying, it's a platinum age for gaming. Like, yeah. thanks so much. Record layoffs. Record, yeah, he, he, never, didn't, he, didn't he never mentioned that. the layoffs once. He never mentioned that, you know, it has been a good year for games, but not necessarily a great year to be a game developer. That was never mentioned. Mm. And like, I just think that he has a platform that he could do a lot of good with. Yeah. And I think that this really hit home with me that like, unfortunately... I think Jeff's lost his authenticity in the in my eyes. I think he's lost his I'm I'm a gamer and I love games and I mm. want to make these showcases something that gamers will love. Yeah. I think he's lost that. He doesn't do that anymore. My question is 
did he ever have that? Because I've always felt know. that these, like some shows are better than others, others for sure. But but Jeff said, like he's a marketing guy and he's really good at what yeah. he does. No one no one else does. That's why there's nothing like it. That's yeah. why E3 has died and Jeff Keighley will Killed outlive it. us all. Yeah. Jeff Keighley murdered E3. Mm-hmm. He's really good at what he does and he knows how to play to his target demographic. Yeah. That's the whole reason he's so successful. And that's why we tune in every year. Yeah. But as you say, he's definitely, you know, he's built this throne, this kingdom yeah. on fostering good relations with the companies who are laying these people off. So yeah. he, he kind of can't. Yeah. So but it's also, like you sort of have to know. if anyone can, it should be him. Like, and respectfully, yeah. they're not going to pull out of being at, at his award show if he says like, oh, it's been a really hard year for developers. Obviously, we've seen lots of layoffs and hopefully this year will be better. That's all he's got to say. Yeah. Just a little line that's like, well, you know, it's been horrible to see everyone who's been laid off this year. We hope that next year brings lots of, you know, great new games that people. I think can a couple work of the on. winners did say like it's really tough out there to make. Yeah, games it and, is, yeah. but it does it like it should be also up to him yeah. to kind of bring that up. But honestly, I think I have in previous years been like, okay, well, I'd love to do. I'd love. I love watching game the game awards late at night. Yeah. But I think it'll be tough to convince myself to watch it next so year. So many people in the chat were saying, everyone, we need to remind them next year when they say yeah. they're going to do it, that they had a horrible time this year. I just, it just really felt like even... like Such the, a tonal was, dissonance yeah, with reality. It was yeah. the worst like showcase in terms of like the vibe you come away with. Yeah. Like I just felt like I'd been brainwashed I felt like I was in um, the Clockwork Orange and someone had propped my eyeballs open and was yeah. just force feeding me propaganda. But mm-hmm. it was just, do you want to buy a Google tablet? No, um, I don't actually. Yeah. I really don't. I think that there there is a future for this show. Yeah. But Jeff Jeff can has, has his cake and eat it as well. Yeah. I think what he needs to do is have an award show that's a dedicated award show yeah. that is for the games. Put people, it beforehand. People, well, exactly. People can people can talk for, for like... Say, give them five minutes, you know, make it about the game, have there be no adverts, and then do Jeffrey's big Christmas game sack. Yeah, the Christmas bash. Like his his Summer Games Fest and uh, Gamescom Opening Night Live. Like, let let there be a dedicated showcase of games. Shove it full of as many bloody adverts as you want. Get Dwayne talking about Zoa Energy Drink. I don't care. If you, if you, because it's, it's such a spectacle and a circus that it's almost worth watching because it's like, what, what low will, will it stoop to this year? But keep, like the integrity of these amazingly talented people who make these games separate yeah. because it just it they, it just felt so disrespectful yeah and it always does but this year in particular it felt very because there was a yeah. lot a lot of speeches were very emotional and they were coming from the heart you know the Baldur's Gate three guys won loads and again I promise we'll, we'll talk, talk about, about it soon. Well, they won't and they were the touching that, yeah, and deservedly so. And they were touching on things like their their flipping staff members who passed away during COVID and, and someone, worked on the game. Someone who passed away literally last month. Yeah, a month. I a don't month know before if you've seen the video. Or something. No, but um, someone from the crowd is filming Baldur's Gate when they're doing their speech, and mm-hmm. they're near the teleprompter. And as the guys t- and as uh, the guys talking about how they lost their colleague last month, who mm-hmm. was a, like a key part of their team, yeah. they pan over to the the. Um, auto queue and it says please wrap up and it's like oh my god the guy's yeah. talking I know that obviously these things are pre-scheduled in and also a production in, but... of this scale is like 
take nothing away from it. Like it's really hard to organize, yeah. and and especially the like Neil going up first. Like yeah. they want to set, they want to hit the ground running in terms of like, okay, everyone's got thirty seconds, and he was probably the strictest example. It's very unfortunate that he was touching on the things he was touching on because yeah. it made them look really bad yeah. when they cut him off. But people but should have more time. People should have more time, and a separate show would be perfect for that. Yeah. It really would. Regardless, right. things were announced, yeah. and we're going to talk about them. Then we'll talk about the awards. We're not going to cover every single thing because, again, it was full of a lot of fluff, a there lot of games lot of that looks very similar. Yeah. And as we always say when we come away from these shows, we mean absolutely no disrespect to the the thousands, hundreds of thousands of hardworking developers who put these games together. Yeah. Or the people who like them. Or the people who like them, because these games definitely have audiences. But it, it's, as we said earlier, it's definitely a pace killer when, always... when so many of these are back-to-back. -back. Yeah, it feels like a lot of these... And I'm going to just put a name on it. Anime games. It's a lot of anime It feels games. like we see a lot of them every year and they all look very similar. And I, They're I all often, from Nexon and they've yeah, all brought the big the big money truck back yeah. up to And I always find it hard to differentiate which one I'm looking at because they're all very similar in yeah. style and aesthetic. But they're wildly successful as well. They are. And great, they are wildly successful. But sometimes it can feel like, like you say, coming to a screeching halt as you watch five anime games in a row. Absolutely. And we've yeah. just cut off Neil from talking about how you know the how, full of yeah how the community how people can relate to all this game exactly and they felt represented by the game yeah. and so on and so forth but anyway let's get into it we yeah. of course will want your thoughts in the comments below i don't suppose there was a community post that went there was a them. community post but um i've only been work for half an hour i'm sure people loved it I don't, uh, I don't think they did. I don't think there was a single person in our chat who was positive walking away from it. The most the most of the energy was not was not good. There's yeah. a few people who were like, yeah, the great There's time, a couple of lots things. of games for me. And then there was a couple of things, but mm. I think the overall vibe was just not good. Yeah. I think that the games that are good was overshadowed, uh, overshadowed by what we said about the, just the vibes, but not The good. presentation and the whole production yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. T hit us off, Ashton. All right. Um, the first thing that was announced comes from It Takes Two Directors, a.k.a. Joseph Fares, our favorite boy, um, who is remaking the fantastic co-op game Tale of Two Brothers. Bra Brothers of Tale of Two Brothers Sons? Brothers of Tale of Two yeah. Sons. Yeah. It, it didn't write... This doesn't have the name of the game here. No, we've copied a I've right I've copied up. it off someone. Um, but it's coming out next year, so we'll have to see yeah. how that comes out. That's a, that's a fantastic game. Have you yeah. played it? No, but I've always wanted to. I keep no. downloading it and then not having time, and then like it gets deleted off the PlayStation. But I, it's one of the ones that's been on my list for a while. It looks really cool, and as these guys are the master of co-op, like uh, as yeah. we were saying on stream, I would really like it if... I know the whole point is that you control each brother with a different part of the controller, but I would love a legitimate co-op mode yeah. where two of you could play through the yeah. game together. That would be I also nice. think... Um, it's, it was interesting to see how much you can see it takes two in like just even in the trailer it mm. was like wow there's so many I can't wait you... to see what Joseph is going to bring us Me next too. I was really hoping we'd see something new last night they are so good at is it haze light games. I feel like it's haze light is the yeah. developer but they sure. are so good at these co-op games and I, I am excited for the next thing that they that they bring it out. could be rubbish and i'd still love it because mechanically it's it like would be a fun co-op experience yeah exactly mm -hmm. exactly uh pony island 2 panda circus that was weird looking. that was weird and kind of upsetting looking it had yeah. uh what's his name in it the guy i don't know what his name famous is. youtuber and voiceover man he um, played he played the squirrel in ragnarok did he i think so okay he also played one of the characters in, in Borderlands, Borderlands 3. 3 what, yeah. uh, what's he called? Flag. He played Flag. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. know exactly who we're talking about. You know about. who we're talking about. Yeah, that was a bit weird looking. But his name has avoided our brains. Yes, it has. Um, Rise of the Golden Idol. 
uh, this was very brief. This was the pre-show. It was literally just like a couple of shots. And we didn't really know much about it. So we'll see what comes from that. Mm -hmm. Usual June. Uh, that was a very interesting looking art style, I seem to remember. Yeah, but uh, I don't remember the gameplay. I don't know if we saw any gameplay for that one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. we kept saying, like, not July. Because it was so, oh, so funny. Yeah, had yeah. a great time. Um, Arknight Enfield is a new strategy RPG, and I think we've got some more content for that. I've not heard of this one before, but mm. it was strategy RPG, so that's good. New trailer for Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader. Such a that weird a name for that one. Yeah. Um, Thrasher is a new game from Thumper developer, and it's coming 2024. Yeah, music, rhythm, game. Yeah. Some people will, will upload videos themselves being amazing, the, amazing at this, I imagine. The, like, anime... Furries. I don't. Oh, that... I don't. Can't remember specifically, but I know that there were lots of sort of abstract shapes on show. It looked a bit like Tetris effect. Oh yes, you're right. Oh yes, I know now which one you mean. It looked yeah. like Cocoon, but on steroids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Persona Three Reload. Yeah. We got a new trailer for that. Lots of lovely, funky music. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not excited yet, but I know when it comes out, I'll I'll lose my mind. Yeah. Um. I and I'll You'll have, have to replay. It. Yeah, because I only played the the remaster at the beginning of this year. Yeah. So it still feels quite new because those games are so long as well. Yeah. But uh, yeah, commitment. That's great. I want a Persona Four remake as well. Yeah. Please. Um, Dredge and Dave the Diver, two indie games that were nominated in the show last night. They are teaming up to release a collaborative expansion next week for Dave the Diver. So that's very exciting. Mm -hmm. World of Goo 2 is finally coming after 15 years after the first one. Didn't yeah, play World of Goo. Yeah, we saw this and we were like, oh, it's this Little Inferno. And then I was it like, did. it looks Very like World of Goo. Inferno. And then it was like, World of Goo 2. And I was like, brilliant. World of Goo. So if you fancy a puzzler, that's coming very soon. Yes. Well, maybe. We actually don't know yet. Guess we'll find At out. At some point, it's coming. Yeah. Uh, what we got here the Persona creators reveal new gameplay and a release window for fantasy RPG Metaphor Refantasio yes. which looked pretty good but it's it's one of those ones where it's not really up my, my alley but uh, that that's coming yeah then Matthew McConaughey was there for a bit oh is that this bit yeah yeah okay and he's in a new game called Exodus which is you know the Buzz Lightyear movie yeah it's like that but it's a game mm. um, where time moves differently we got very brief glimpse it looked like a third person over the shoulder gameplay didn't he kept saying that um, it'll be an entirely new unique experience with every player so yeah, don't, don't know what that means. Very but. vague. Jeff said it reminded him a lot of Mass Effect, which I think is just because it it's was shooting space. things in space yeah. and that was it. And then we kept saying every game that like Mass Effect. Like Mass Effect. Yeah, but it doesn't look anything like Mass there's, Effect. There's uh, people from the team behind Halo, The Last of Us and Baldur's Gate. So they've got a good backing yeah. from them. Yeah, um, Matthew so McConaughey's in it yeah. somewhere, apparently. He's the main, he's like, I didn't, don't think, I think he's the main character. I'm is he? Sure. His voice didn't sound like him, I didn't but think. I think anyway. it's that man. I don't know, I wasn't listening that much. <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Everyone went, oh, that's Kratos. What are they doing? Yeah. Uh, so this is God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. It's a DLC that's free and coming next week. Yeah. And it's a roguelike. Yeah. Uh, which was a, a bit of an anticlimax, but it's lots same, of people love roguelites. They do. It's the same energy as the um, Musfelheim, I think, from last Yeah, the from last the first game. game. Yeah. yeah, that with the different trials and working yeah. your way through. But it seems to have a narrative more, element as well. Well, they call it an... Sorry, excuse me. They've called it an epilogue. 
story for Kratos. So there might yeah. be some extra content, but I don't know if I can bring myself to remember no. how to play that game and then. Do well, exactly. Yeah, I've got to re- I've got to relearn how to play and then. And Great then. game. If it was a story based DLC, I would play it. Would I'm not reinstalling in it. it for for a roguelike no, DLC though, unfortunately. Um, then, oh, I actually really like the look. This of one this does game. look fantastically um, weird. The team behind Untitled Goose Game have released a cooperative online walker talker. I can't remember what it's called, and they've not written it down here, so that's good. Big walk. Big walk. Or our big walk. Our or big something. walk, yeah. Um, where you and I think it looked like you could have four, maybe more friends involved and in it. And it showed people in the distance. Yeah, as well. yeah. You're like a little funny little creature. It's sort of weirdly almost like the graphics for the world are really yeah. good. And then the thing you play as is this like horrible little <laughs> like, abomination yeah. made of shapes. And yeah. when you talk, it's like a little newt newt from yeah. Pingu. It, it looks good. It looks so weird. They're a fantastic good. studio. I can't wait to to give that a go. Yeah, um, it looks good. I'm excited for that. Yes. Uh, then we got, we got to see Akumi Nakamura, formerly of Ghostwire Tokyo, who went She's viral at E3 brilliant. a few years ago. She left, um, what are they called? completely forgotten the studio that that makes uh hi-fi rush tango game works yes she left tango game works uh a couple of years ago and started her own studio called i've lost my place on the page uh Kim, no That's it doesn't it doesn't say what the name of the studio no is. i don't know if we knew what the name of her studio was it might have said it on there um but she came out and she was delightfully weird as she always yeah. is and elicited a lot of laughter and yeah lots of sort of hand gestures and uh pausing for effect and she's yeah she's so I should, odd and, i wanted her to do host the whole thing and we and we love her and uh, you can go and support her new game which is called kamuri right now we, yeah, we got a cg trailer but we don't really the know art style is. looked cool and i'll be interested to see how it plays um i mean people love ghostwire tokyo so mm-hmm. maybe it's maybe it'll be really good maybe it will i really like that jeff said oh it does not currently belong to any publisher but she's showing it now and I was like, okay, good, good for her. Hmm. Um, now, at some point, and I've not put it in the thing, yeah. So that's a bit of a shame. But there was um, new gameplay for Hellblade: Sunday was Sacrifice. Yeah. Um, and they announced that it's coming 2024. Yeah, we don't have a date still. Yeah, I'm really excited for that game. Um, and this was the second thing we've seen of it, and I thought we might because it keeps appearing in Xbox um, trailers at the cinema. Oh. Um, Sizzle reels. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I wish we got. I wish we had a release date. I don't trust it because we almost. They were kind of in, implied it was coming this year, and now it's not coming this year. But hey, as long hey. as it's going to be good, I'm happy with it. I'm excited it, for it, more. Visually, it looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, so so good. Sorry, I threw off now. It's Ori in the Blind Forest devs to the next one. Yeah, they've uh, they've jumped from Metroidvanias to action RPGs with another gorgeous game called No Rest for the Wicked. Yeah, uh, I can't. As is always the case with these wrap-ups, I often I can't it's, remember the names of the games. No, it's the one where there was like a guy, a dead old king, and then there was oh, like a big yeah. bit, and then we thought it was I pirates, remember. and then it kind of it, it had a similar like aesthetic, and this probably isn't correct, but it reminded me of Trine a little okay. bit, and then it was kind of like um, isometric in places, but you followed like a single player narrative. It looked pretty cool. To yeah, be it did fair. look cool. Art style like looked really interesting, and Ori is hard as nails so i'm mm. hoping it won't be as, as hard as ori in the blind forest was yeah absolutely then sega sega's renaissance it's happening everyone it is happening they announced five games that, that yeah. they're coming at some point is that is that jet set radio yeah what's this now hey oh that's my crazy God. taxi what's that's crazy it? taxi come on now so they're they're um remaking or rebooting they're rebooting i think these are five new um, games yeah jet set radio shinobi golden axe streets of rage crazy taxi 
and more. Yeah, these so, games are now, it said at the end that they're all now in active de development, yeah. but they showed gameplay of each of them. And yeah. I think this is great. I wish more publishers reached into their back catalog and was like, hey, you remember this game you used to love? Well, it, here's a complete reimagining yeah. for modern. It might turn out to be a bit naff, but, but Sega fans have got to be radio. very thrilled. I loved Crazy Taxi as yeah. well. I want to play more Crazy Taxi. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball Sparking Zero is the new Budokai Tenkai Chi game. Uh, if you like Dragon Ball, good news. There's more. There's more balls. Yeah. Then Supermassive showed up and we were like, please, yes. please, please, Dark Pictures. But it wasn't Dark Pictures. No. They're doing a day, Dead by Daylight spinoff that is about the uh, one of the killers. It's, yeah. a, it's an interactive movie, very much similar to a lot of their other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's called The Casting of Frank Stone. Um, and it's, yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. If they do more of these, like if they dive into the back catalogue of Dead by Daylight villains, they've got some really interesting stories to explore. So I would really be, I'd be really interested in seeing what they'll do with this mm -hmm. and how it turns out. We love one of these anyway, so we'll give it a go. Absolutely. I'm, I'm just really glad that it's it's one of those interactive yeah. uh, games, yeah. you know, survivors make decisions, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Hopefully they can, I'm hoping that they, if we can get like two games from the them a year or two mm. games from them every couple of years, obviously we got the Quarry and a Dark Pictures game last year yeah. and we were spoiled. And we this year spoiled. we haven't had anything. No. So I'm hoping next year we might end up with two games. Because this is coming uh, in the summer. Um, I think they said August, I think. Mm -hmm. Don't quote me on that. Um, and then we might get another one later on in the year, which will be nice. Yeah. But hey, I'm excited for this. It looked good. Me well, too. It looked good as a spooky can get. Mm -hmm. Rise of the Ronin from Koei Tecmo and Team Ninja. It's coming out on the 22nd of Is March, 2024. Is that Neo? This could be Neo. Is that Neo? It's not Neo. It's not Neo. Just looks this like is the Neo. one with guns. Yeah, you have a little musket. Yeah, you can choose to have a little musket instead of two swords. And you can zip around with a grappling hook. Yeah, we've seen that stuff. one before. Yeah. Then we got what felt like a really flipping long trailer for oh, yeah. the Outlast loud. Trials. It was. It's a console release happening on March 5th. People really like this game and it mm -hmm. does look fun, to be fair. Yeah. And I might give it a go at some point. It's been kind of on my list for a while, but um, it's a spooky game. And I feel like you have to be in the right attitude for a spooky game. Yeah. But hey. People seem to love it. And we watched a bunch of streamers screaming. Screaming. Yeah. So loud. Um, Clearly we need to play like spooky games. What, so scream? that we might get in the game of I don't. I don't want to have to do that. Like, I don't want to have to scream against my will. <laughs> just, just for a but brief moment skilled? of fame. What if my what? You're scared. Scared. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> uh, this was a big one. Je I mean, obviously Jeff's best friend was going to be there, <laughs> yeah. but Hideo Kojima came out and he came out of a spooky door after debuting like some footage for what he was working on. I believe this is the Xbox collaboration game he's making. Yeah, it is. Not Death Stranding 2. No. And it was a bunch of like upsettingly realistic faces sort of in a void, well, really I, close up. I don't know if it was their real face or if it was I like think it was game, Unreal Engine. I think it was game graphics. Yeah. Um, but I and, think it was very much taken from a footage of their face. Like it oh, wasn't, yeah, yeah. I don't think they... And they did that themselves. I think they did. They acted it out, and then they made it in Unreal. But mm -hmm. well, they good. they recited like some sort of upsetting nursery rhymes, like yeah. children's story kind of thing. And as it progressed, it got like a a bit more unsettling. We're like, what's going on there? Yeah. And then it ended with the like a, the sound of a door opening and the woman just like screaming, yeah. like, oh my god, what's this? And then there's a door on stage, yeah, and out comes Hideo. Hideo He's there, and he says. I'm making a horror game. Yeah. And we're like, absolutely, that cool. sounds great. Anything but Death Stranding. Yeah. Uh, like th this, make Silent Hills. Do what you were going to do. Make something really messed up. It's called OD, by the way. And he wasn't alone. 
He's only working with award-winning director Jordan Peele yeah. of Get Out fame. And Nope. And Nope. And yeah, they're collaborating on this horror game. I'm really interested they, in this. This is exactly the kind of stuff I want to see yeah, for Jima. He Lake. said, um, it's a game, it's a movie, and it's unlike any other game or piece of media out there. Press circle to crouch. So I'm hoping it's a, I hope it's a, like a, a Dark Pictures game. That's what I'm hoping for. I hope it's like sincerely so messed up and yeah. spooky. Like, I think it will be. I think it'll be too spooky for me. It but like, I, this is the kind of weird, like fourth wall breaking strangeness that I I really want to see Kojima work. Yeah, it was on. interesting to see like something from him that isn't just Death Stranding because I feel like everyone's just more Death Stranding, more Death Stranding. But yeah. I'll be interested to see how he how he does this. So yeah, mm. very exciting for that. Yep. And uh, then we got a look at Jurassic Park Survival, which, <coughs> sorry, is a single player mm-hmm. first person game by the looks of things, which takes place, I think they said like the day after the original movie. Yeah, the 1993 movie. Um, and you play as a, a woman who is still in the park and getting yeah. chased by dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, Everyone was very excited about this. And I, I I agree. I'm not a big fan of Jurassic Park, but I can appreciate being chased by dinosaurs is spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of questions about whether people weren't sure if it was going to be a single player experience or if it was going to be uh, like a 1v4 kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to play as a dinosaur. That'd be sick. Yeah. But I think it is a single player They've experience. confirmed it's a single player game. Um, yeah. We got a little tiny bit of gameplay. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see how much more we'll get of that. But uh, we haven't got It was just her there. falling over, I think. Yeah. It was all her going, ah, and cowering and then, before like, a dinosaur. And then falling off a, 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 like a wooden plank right. in the water, I think. But yeah, no really safe for that yet. But exciting hey. for dinosaur fans all over the world. Could be a really good dinosaur Big day game, for dinosaurs. that one. Fortnite Rocket Racing launches uh well today at the time of recording. Yeah. Um it's yeah, it's it's Rocket League but racing and in Fortnite. Yeah. There was so much Fortnite at the Game Awards this so year. So much Fortnite. Bloody hell. Yeah. Um <coughs> You're right there. Yeah. <coughs> Black Myth Wukong yeah. uh <coughs> is coming out on August the 20th, 2024. That's still quite a way away, but this trailer made it look like it's pretty flipping far along. Lots oh, this of was like the monkey uh, yeah, Journey yeah, to the yeah, West, to one. The West one. Uh, with like really upsetting creature designs and looks really, really it interesting, but it might be very hard yeah. because it's a bit Souls-like. Uh, yeah. So I'll keep an eye on this one for sure. Then we got Warframe Whispers in the Wall, which I don't remember that much about, but it's coming next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so get excited for that. Uh, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. This is the Yorkshire... The one that's set in Yorkshire. Oh, yeah, where we've just had CG and trailers. we've just had CG trailers, and we finally got a little bit of gameplay yesterday yeah. ahead of it. It's coming out in February, mm-hmm. um, so it's good that we finally got some gameplay. But I still am not sure what that game is, really. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Maybe close to time, I might get some more stuff. No one's really talking about this game, but that's because no, they've not really told us anything. So yeah. it's interesting concept, but we'll have to see what happens <clears> with <throat> it. I yeah. Think. Tales of Kenzira Zhao. I might be mispronouncing that. That's a new EA Originals game uh, voiced by uh, Abu Bakr Salim. And he came up and gave a very heartfelt speech about how uh, his dad got him into games. And oh, is this the one where our stream died? Our stream died just before this trailer worked, yeah. which is really annoying. Uh, but yeah, he basically, he, his his father has passed and he really wanted to honor him. So yeah. he threw his lot in making a video game. Yeah. Uh, and we sincerely wish him the best of luck. Yeah, with we it. didn't see that because... Unfortunately not, died. yeah. Our stream died. Which also, really we didn't see... Um, 
Lost Records Bloom and Rage. We only saw the very end of this trailer, but it mm. did look pretty cute from what we saw. Yeah. Is the next Don't Nod game, and it's a tiny, wimey teen drama set across two timelines. So we saw so. them as teenagers and we saw them as adults. So right. it's a little bit like. Um, life is strange. Life it's is the Life strange. is Strange folks. Yeah. So it'll be a lot like that. I, I'm yeah. interested in that for sure. Yeah. Uh, first Berserker Kazan, which is an action RPG, was revealed. Yeah. Uh, then the Dishonored devs, uh, specifically Arcane Leon, yeah. announced that they are making an immersive third-person Blade game. Yes. Um, but we won't see that for a while because the guy said, sit back and let us cook, and then he kicked the camera. Yeah, he's so cool. I love that guy. Yeah, um, I've, yeah I've seen him before at different things. He's he's great and has a great accent, yeah, and I'm a big fan of his video games. Yeah, interesting to see uh, how they'll, what they'll do with this. Obviously, they're quite famous for doing first-person experiences, mm -hmm. so I'm interested to see how they do third-person. I'm yeah. kind of... I like I like a first person, especially from Arcane Leon. I, yeah, everything they do, I I really like. It's important so. to remember that uh, Arcane Austin are the ones that did Redfall. Redfall. Yeah. This is a, this is a we different briefly thought it was studio. Redfall. Yeah, because we were it was... like it's Arcane, and then there was a vampire too. Yeah, so like, we not like, again. Oh, no, it's Blade. No. Blade sitting in a chair. He's getting. He's gonna get like a, a close shave. Yeah, it's cool. I'm I'm interested in this. Absolutely interested. Before we in this. move on to the next thing, I'd like to tell you about something that happened. Uh, okay. There was an Alan Wake dance. Was did this happen at this point? Uh, it happened somewhere in the okay. in the latter third. Of this the is game. the bit from the game that everyone shares online. And says this is crazy, but yeah. they did do a whole dance number. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna get myself in a bit of trouble now. Okay, you're because gonna upset I'm gonna, some people. I might. But as much as I enjoyed the dance, that was cool. The guy who plays like Alan Wake in all of the kind of trailer content, and I assume he's probably in the game as well because they do a lot of the like yeah, live, live action, action stuff mm -hmm. in there. Um, he was doing the dance with a bunch of people. That was cool. Uh, the singers of the song were singing it. Uh, that was fun. And then out of absolutely nowhere, Sam Lake's up on the stage doing the dance. And I thought it was so flipping weird that the game director of the game is front and centre doing a dance on the stage of the Game Awards while he's pushed Alan Wake further away. Like, that's so weird. And I was just sat there like, why is Sam Lake on the stage? He was having the best time. Yeah, he was. He was grinning from ear but to ear. But why was he there? I don't know. It's so strange. Imagine know. they're doing a Borderlands 3 number and Randy Pitchford gets up on that the is, stage. That is, Randy would do that. Yeah, I know he would. But we'd all be like, why is Randy Pitchford there? Why was Sam Lake there? It was so weird. I don't know. Anyway, that whole thing was, I felt like, by this point, it's 3 a.m. Speaking of time dilation, that was that was one of the moments where it's like, I, d I, thought, I don't know if I'm dreaming. I think I've entered a coma, and yeah. this is what's happening forever. There was also another live performance, um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth's th main theme, which and is the, not... the uh, Hellblade... Uh, oh, yeah, the, really the Hellblade cool uh, performance, performance yeah, when they were all in the in the traditional garb. It, yeah, that was so that cool. Was cool. Um, but the Final Fantasy VII Rebirth one, uh, they played the main theme, but it wasn't... It was one of those... Final Fantasy fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Not the main theme in terms of do 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 or like an orchestral thing. It was there's always like a weird cheesy pop song that goes with every or yeah. a ballad that go, and yeah. it doesn't play in the full game. It's just like a weird promotional thing Square yeah. Enix does. They did that live. It was wonderfully performed. The singer was incredible. But she, they showed she was in Great Showman. She she sung Never Enough in Great Showman. She yeah, was really you did good. Do a Google. But they showed lots of footage in the background while they that did. was playing. Yeah. Lots of gold saucer stuff. Them them merrily having a wonderful. I can't wait. I'm so excited for that. It's gonna game. be good. It's it can't be bad. It was supposed to be Aerith singing it, but it didn't sound like Aerith. So I'm wondering. No. If, if there'll be a different in voice in the... I don't think she'll sing it in the game. I think well, they just animated some stuff. People said that the girl who plays Aerith cannot sing. 
but I feel like if they were going to get someone to sing as Aerith, I'm mm. hoping like they'll. I assume like they just animated her as Singing the singer it, for the music yeah. video, but it won't be in the game. No, it's kind of random. But it was good. It was really good. Yeah, anyway, it was. Sorry. Um, the next thing we saw was open world game Last Sentinel from GTA Five Red Dead Redemption 2's veterans new studio. Uh, it looks a Tokyo dystopian one. It basically was the one where there was a bunch of like little kids and robot women. Oh yeah. In a in a mummy, I'm scared. Mummy, I'm <sighs> scared. And then mummy's head has been smashed into a door. But don't worry, mummy's a robot. The demons here. And then a lady saved them all. And then we kind of got that was like the CG trailer that we got. Yeah. It's them against like the androids. Or some androids are good, some, some auth- androids are bad. Authoritarian yeah. thing. I don't really didn't but really get much from it. I I'm intrigued by it, and mm. I'm hope it looks a little bit cyberpunky in the city that we were in. So yeah, I'm interested to see more from them and see what we get because, like I say, looked good. Um, Mech Break has a closed alpha soon. If you're looking forward to Mech Break, that was a that was just a big Mech game. We we're like, is it Gandam? Is it Transformers? Is it Gandam? I think it's called Gandam. What <laughs> running past the statue of Gandam? There, I had yeah, a friend my text friend me. Text me, tell me, tell me it's there. called Gandam. I've so there, I've said it now. Gandam. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Gundam or no. uh, or Rubicon. Mecha Break. Mech. Was it Mecha Break? Oh yeah, I said it wrong. I think, did I say Mech Break? I don't. Know. I don't know. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's coming soon. You get it. Yeah. Um, there is a new Warhammer 40k game. Space yes. Marines 2 is People coming in September. People are very excited about Space Marine 2. Yes. Yeah, September next year. And then we got a look at um, the guy who made Payday. Uh, who was very drunk. Who was a bit drunk. He called he called Je- uh, Jeff delicious and touched his suit. Yeah, Jeff was desperately Jeff trying to hurry, yeah, hurry him he along. He looked like he was, was trying to get one weird. of his ginormous security guards to come over. He yeah. had some big, beefy boys on oh, the Oh, yeah, no one was getting on no that stage. No one was getting on that stage this My time. My joke tweet about that he would do it from inside Magneto's plastic prison <laughs> turned out to be actually quite true because at several points... most of it inside He the was tube. inside a weird tube for yeah. a lot of it, yeah. Um, <laughs> but this is called Den of Wolves. Uh, it seems a co-op heist kind of situation mm-hmm. um, that looks to be uh, online against other people or maybe you're just like there was just a bunch of teams that you could join but to me it implied like there's like four gangs of four trying to rob the bank and you're mm-hmm. trying to be the first ones to do it I wasn't sure but I think we'll probably get more information about that soon Yeah. but they've written here that it looks deliberately different from Cyberpunk 2077 so don't know what that means exoborn that's coming soon it's well not necessarily soon but it exists it's an open world tactical extraction shooter from some x division people the division i assume uh that's yeah i can't really remember that i think i was uh dying at this point it's a shooter we saw a lot of those um asgard's wrath 2 um which i don't remember much about that do you remember what that was no no. No, I don't. Probably an anime. It's launching next week. Probably yeah. an anime. Yeah. Uh, Light No Fire. This is interesting. This is the new uh, No Man's Sky. So Sean Murray, that liar. Yes. Uh, and it's it's his new game, blurring the lines between Valheim, Death Stranding, and uh, the open adventure of Lord of the Rings. I said Valheim when I saw it last night. You did, yeah. It looked interesting. He was he was talking yeah. a big game like that mountain is bigger than Everest. You can climb the mountain. You can climb it. And it's is it is it like a co-op game? 
I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, I think so. They showed like a group of people. It was a bit like a big walk, but but more serious. Yeah, yeah. And it showed villages and towns. So, so you can build and stuff and you can explore the world. And there seemingly was like big enemies. Like in Valheim, when eventually yeah. when you went in a new area, there'd be a big enemy that you could fight to upgrade stuff. I wish them all the best. They're still technically an indie studio and I really hope this hits the ground yeah. running for them. It's very got, uh, ambitious. Yeah, we've got a big trailer for No Man's Sky, how, how it's 10 years old and everything that they've done to it. So that yeah. was kind of random. Um, then... Simu Liu came out talk about how he's in a oh, game called Stormgate talked for ages uh, and then he also presented an award about I can't remember which one he presented um, but yeah he came out to talk about this game and how he was in it and then uh, he was like it's on Kickstarter mm. now but I don't how have you paid Simu Liu to be in it if it's on Kickstarter but okay cool no, um, and that's coming 2024 summer mm. for early access so I don't remember much about the actual gameplay of that one. Um, I think our stream cut out again at that point. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, we did um, have a couple of uh, down down issues. But yeah, that's happening. Uh, Final Fantasy 16's DLC is out right now. And apparently there's more coming in 2024. This adds what many people were predicting would be the final... Um, I can't remember what they're called in the game. In other games, they're called summons. Obviously, in this game, they're, they're much bit icons. Yeah, they're icons, I believe yeah. they're called. So there's it, there's it, it free. The there's one, so yeah, it's the water one was missing, Leviathan, and this one is about Leviathan. And yeah, it's out right now. I made a mistake. Cool. I told you about um, the wolf one, Den yeah. of Wolves. That was not the one I meant. No. That's the finals I was talking about. Of course. Was yeah. the other heisty one with the four player co op thing. Den of Wolves was the like, kind of semi-realistic shooter where you were robbing a bank um, that people briefly thought was that game, the one where like that was really hyper-realistic. Mm -hmm. um, that's Den of Wolves. It wasn't. The finals is out now, apparently, and uh, that's the one with the four-player co-op that right. was maybe versus for a heist. Sorry, I got confused. There was two heist games very close together. Yes, there were. Yeah. Uh, the big final announcement, which you were so non not plus non plus, it just wasn't even matter about like the game. Non -plus, I thought it not looked fussed. rubbish. Non plus or I think you're both right. Yeah, well, I, I just combined the two. Cool. Non fussed. Yeah. Not plus. I wasn't. I wasn't fussed. I wasn't plussed. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to go to bed. I think this game looked bad. I think it wasn't even on a matter of like... So for context, it's Monster Hunter Wilds. Mon yeah, the final thing they showed was Monster Hunter Wilds. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to be waiting for a while for this one. I think a couple yeah. of years. It's, it's the 2025. Follow-up follow to Monster Hunter World, which yeah. obviously was hugely successful in 2018. And I don't... I like Monster Hunter. I've seen... I've played it before and I think it looks great. But I think this one looked bad. Like when they showed it at first, I was like... This looks terrible. It looked a bit rough, didn't it? Like it had like yeah. aardvark looking monsters and then they were being chased by some sand beast. And like all the animations looked bad. The color palette wasn't good. Mm. I was like, what is this? Is this like a re? Are we doing a remaster of something? Because this can't be the final product. Yeah. And I was a bit mean about it, but also it was 4am. So, you know, give me a break. But mm. I, yeah, I, I thought it looked bad. And mm. I don't know why everyone was, I understand what it looks like because people love Monster Hunter, but. I didn't see many people saying like this looks bad and I really didn't think it looked good at all. Yeah, I mean our chat was pretty damning of it. Monster Hunter has obviously a huge contingent of fans and followers. I think it's a bit this is 
we've definitely come away from these showcases saying this before, but I think it's a weird one to end on. I think it's such a weird one to end on. Yeah. I was so surprised that Hideo Kojima was in the middle. I was mm. like, if he's in the middle, what are we yeah, getting they, at the honestly, end? Honestly, I think that would have been a really good closer. As predictable yeah. as it would have been to have Hideo be the main event, yeah. that game is so intriguing. Yeah. People would have come, people are coming away talking about it, and yeah. I think that would have been a stronger ending. Yeah, I think it was a very strange one to choose to end on. Yeah. I really do. And I think that like, I know Monster Hunter has a lot of fans, but I don't know if it has the same like wow factor as we've seen in previous years. Like we've had God of War Ragnarok before mm -hmm. as the final thing. And I do not think it is on the same level as that. Personally, no, me neither. Yeah. Well, it's a little way away. So they yeah. brought some devs out and they spoke about it for a little while. And, uh, yeah. and then we got the Game of the Year awards, which we will talk about yeah. shortly. But there's one final thing, isn't there, Ashton? Yeah, it didn't happen technically in the show, but it happened afterwards. But yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 is now available on Xbox. Hooray! That's good. And I fully recommend that it you won play it. so many awards. We're going to rattle through these awards now. If I yeah. read the title of the award, do you want to tell us who won? Sure can. Innovation and accessibility. Forza Motorsport. Games for Impact. It went to Chichia and I'm very upset. I'm very, I'm not upset. I'm very happy about it. Happy is the emotion I'm feeling. Best Ongoing. Cyberpunk 2077. That doesn't count and I think they shouldn't have won. Best Community Support. Baldur's Gate 3. Best Independent Game. Sea of Stars. Everyone's very happy about that. Best Debut Indie Game. Cocoon. Best Mobile Game. Hockey Star Rail. Hockey Star Rail. Best VR slash AR. Resident Evil Village VR Mode. Interesting choice. Best action game. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Just make Dark Souls, will you? Come on. Yeah. Best action adventure. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Best RPG. Baldur's Gate 3. Sorry, Starfield. Best fighting game. Street Fighter 6. We should say Starfield had a trailer in there that basically was just... We're, we're still here. Yeah, that, good. Well done, everyone, for being nominated. Here. It was kind of sad at the end. Like, it literally said, like, congrats to all the nominees tonight. We hope you have a wonderful time. Yeah. Wish we were part of the gang, but we're not. We only got one. And Todd Howard was there. And the uh, people from Fallout TV Yeah, the Fallout show, TV show guys were there They turned up well, to present yeah. an award. Uh, they presented this adaptation, I think. And uh, they were like, hey, boss man. And they panned to Todd Howard and he did not look happy. He was having a bad night at work. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Uh, where did I get Family, up to? Family, I think. Be did I, I don't think I did best fighting game. Oh. Best fighting game. Street Fighter 6. Best family. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Best sim slash strategy. Pikmin 4, get in. Best sports slash racing. Forza Motorsport. Best multiplayer. Baldur's Gate 3. Best adaptation. The Last of Us by HBO. Player's Voice. Uh, Borders Gate 3 won that too. Best Game Direction. Alan Wake 2 won that. Best Narrative. Alan Wake 2 also won that. Best Art Direction. Alan Wake 2 also won that. I think that some of these categories are total BS. Yeah. Because I, I don't disagree that Alan Wake 2 has fantastic art direction. I just think there are games in there like Hi-Fi Rush, which are all about the art direction. Yeah. And I feel like those deserved it maybe a little bit more. I concur. Best score and music. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, composed by Nintendo Sound Team. Good. Good job, Nintendo Sound yeah. Team. Best audio design. Hi-Fi Rush. Hooray. I'm really I'm glad really happy that them. that won an award. Yeah. Best performance. Best, Neil yeah, best, sorry. Best performance. Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3 played a story in and he was very nice and he had a cool outfit on. Yes, he did. Uh, most anticipated game. Shock to no one. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Yes. And Game of the Year. Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, congratulations, Larry. How Larian. many did Baldur's Gate 3 win in the end? One, uh, two, three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, four, five, yeah. six. six. They won six awards. Yeah. Brilliant. Deservedly so. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what a 
what a coming out party for yeah, Marion. Yeah, definitely. Um, fantastic no, stuff. No wins for Spider-Man. No wins for Spider-Man, no. But to be honest, and I, I feel the same about Starfield, those games I don't think needed the awards. They're big no. enough in their own right for it to kind of not even, but I don't think they would even It doesn't, yeah, it. I don't think it affected in the slightest. We'll talk about it more in the Game of the Year podcast, but Spider-Man yeah. 2 was so fun game. and I had such an amazing time yeah. with it and I still think about it and I booted it up a couple of times just to have a little swing around. It's it's a phenomenal game and it, it doesn't need the flowers. No. Because it will sell a billion copies yeah. and that's fine. But also Starfield has sold a lot of copies and, you know, or I know. Or at least a lot of people have played it. A lot of people we played know that. it. Uh, and I don't necessarily feel like they needed the awards. I think it would have been good for both of them to like have an award so they could put it on their trailers, but hey. I don't think Starfield deserves one. I agree I'm, with I'm, you. I'm gonna, I agree with you, but I don't I am want say, all the Xbox fans to get angry Well, at the Xbox fans can get angry, but I'm, I am also an Xbox fan, and I didn't... I couldn't stick with Starfield and I know yeah, that lots of people are the same and I, I feel like mate, you know, Bethesda have a track record for producing incredible games and Starfield is not not incredible yeah. but it's definitely not their best work my, and this year was had a lot of games that I think were a yeah. lot better than it. My boyfriend's been playing it mm. and he's got quite a way into it now and he's discovered kind of like the big twist mm. in it and, uh, and that's really cool and the, what he's been telling me is like really interesting but I just think no one played that far in, yeah. really. That's why they didn't necessarily get narrative because it's so bogged down by everything else that's in it. You, you can look really at the achievement statistics it. as well and see how far most yeah. most players ended up getting. It's just, it's really interesting because, like we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, yeah. because Bethesda has this reputation for always making the best RPG any year that it comes out. Yeah. And that hasn't happened this year. Yeah. Their reaction is fascinating. And the reaction is unprecedented, i.e. Yeah. going on Steam and replying so to reviews. Or putting an advert, which isn't their choice. This will have been Xbox. In the Game Awards that says... Hello. Well done, everyone. Our game's here. Yeah. It's out. Um, and it's I don't think it's the best look, but I, I sincerely hope that, you know, this doesn't... Affect more This doesn't affect, well, yeah, old morale at the studio yeah. because they are an amazing game studio. Yeah. And, the you know, the next Elder Scrolls game is going to do and really well. They might well. have loads more content planned that's yeah. going to really help out. The, the game could the be very vibe. different in a year. It definitely could be. And we should, should say that there was a trailer for Avatar Frontiers of Pandora oh, that yeah. happened relatively early on because it came out yet, uh, on Thursday, yeah. And uh, <laughs> at one point, they were just like technical. They were like getting quotes from like reviews. And it was like mm. technical feat, entertaining. Yeah, it was just it was weird like single our words. game yeah. that was made <laughs> is out. Yeah, yeah, it was very weird was quotes. Weird. Uh, anyway, but yeah, that was the game awards. It was 2023. What did you guys think? In general, like I know that we've been quite negative about it, and yeah. I I think deservedly so. I'm not going to apologize for how we feel about it because I think we're right. Mm -hmm. Because we always are. That's yeah. who we are. We're always we're, right. We're, never we're people wrong. on the internet. We're always right. Do you think Bethesda was robbed? Do you think that... Uh, you're right. right. <laughs> yeah, I just can't breathe. That do you think there are it. some games that should have been nominated that weren't? Do you think some? Do you think the categories were weird? Like having indie, where the indie was actually published by a huge studio well, and the studio was owned by that. Kind of Lies of P shouldn't have been an RPG. That's a weird one. That deserved to be in a different category. To yeah. stand a chance. It didn't stand yeah. a chance in there. It really didn't. I think shame. that... Yeah, I'm hoping that maybe next year Jeff will, I don't think you will, but I'm hoping there'll be some changes made from this mm. year. I don't know if people have been as, people aren't outraged by it. Nothing no. outrageous happened, but I'm wondering if there will be enough of a negative reception to it to kind of make, him, make them realize that like, if they keep doing what they're doing, people are not going to watch their show. Mm -hmm. Like, 
they've obviously half of the world are already watching it at 3 a.m. anyway. Yeah. Let alone having to, you know, watch it at 7 p.m. like we have before. Mm. I'm going to sneeze. I'm so sorry. Okay. I wasn't going to sneeze. I just had a real tickle. Okay. Um, yeah, I think he's going to really push a bunch of people away from it now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I mean, this is really putting in in jeopardy our likelihood of of live reacting. Um, yeah. We'll just we'll just watch the trailers yeah. in the morning. You know, this uh, it's it's just not worth our time to stay up um, and watch it. I wish it was at a slightly different time of the day. But uh, yeah, as Ashton said, please let us know what you think of the winners and the announcements and the tone of the show. And if you could change something, what would you change? Uh, we'd love to hear it. There's a few places on the internet you can find us. Isn't that right, Ashton? Yeah, there is. Uh, YouTube.com, twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump for all of our video and live stream content. You're so close to the end, Ashton. I need to blow my nose so bad. You, I tell you what, I'll it's just... It's going to sound so bad. I'll just, I'll just sort this out. Twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump. If you're subscribed to Amazon Prime, you get a free Amazon Prime sub. It doesn't cost you anything extra and it gives us a little bit of money and that would be really helpful if you'd consider using that with us. You buy me more tissues. It would be great. Yes. Twitter. Facebook, TikTok, all forward slash Team Triple Jump. You can find us there. Patreon.com forward slash Team Triple Jump. Go support us there if you want access to some amazing content. Triplejump.up is our website where you can find links to everything that we do. Uh, why not leave a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms, and we would really appreciate it. Uh, do you remember what the sponsor of this show is, Ashton? Yeah, vaguely. Uh, cat treats, lollipops, everything. It's GTA Licks. Of course, GTA of course, Licks. How obviously. could I forget? Well, you look after yourselves, everybody. You get some sleep, okay? Yeah. We hope you get some sleep, and we will see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 